Ugh. Gotta play this thing. Welcome to episode 433 of Outlandish Podcast. I'm your host, Matt. With me, I have Jeremy. A human costs 1.77 trillion entropy. Justin. That's how I feel today. Hey! I don't know what a entropy is. It's a lack of movement, right? That's or is that atrophy. atrophy. So entropy is chaos. Right. A thermodynamic quantity representing the unavailability of a system's thermal energy for conversion into mechanical work, often interpreted as the degree of disorder or randomness in the system. Huh. It's chaos. Okay. I mean, I don't know how you would measure that. You measure the thermal energy for the thing and then... You see if it's doing work, and it's not. And you're like, oh, so. I'm what sure do you, this, this, does this come from your studies? No. Oh. I got, so I was trying to find a game on Google Play last night, because I'm getting tired of all the idle games, and everything's match three, idle, or uh, gotcha. merge. Like I don't want to, I don't want to merge, match, or mash stuff. And so there's these Google Game Awards for Google Play coming up, and I was like, oh, I'll just see. And there's one called Cells, and it's like the description is like you can create life and blah blah blah. And I'm thinking, oh, this is this looks like Spore. And so I downloaded it, and the loading screen comes up, and it even says reticulating splines. And I'm like, holy crap, they're reticulating splines. And it's an idle game. You're creating life, but you're doing it by gaining entropy, which is what you get idly or tap the screen. And you can't create your own life. You just have to follow the tree. It's like, okay, I made a, I made an amino acid and then a protein and, I'm up to I'm up to humans and they cost one point seven seven trillion entropy. Hmm. So it's a it's a learning game. It's educational I suppose. Edutainment. I also downloaded Train point. Station two, but I haven't played that yet. I'm afraid it's probably gonna be a all right, if you if you fast forward an hour you'll have enough points to build a train station oh, yeah. place that we have pre approved for the train station to go. Or you, you could pay we'll, $3 right now. Yeah. Do you think yeah, we'll get always... to a point to where we'll have like a Fable game on our phones? You mean from the something Fable game series? I mean, just something that's just an RPG to your phone. Like the world is going to be changing based on your choices and everything that you've done. Not so much as a linear path that you've taken like everybody else. You know, it's hard to make those kinds of games. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Because like, you have to. It's easier to do on a PC because you know you have hard drive space. You have all this 
more processing power, all that kind of stuff. So you have like like Spore or something like that. You could have that happening probably on a PC easier than you probably could a cell phone. Uh, I mean, yes, you, you could. I mean, it is, yeah, a PC tends to have more processing power, I but wonder, I'm not sure what you'd be inhibited from doing on a phone. I wonder, like, how does the processor in my phone compare to my Packard Bell computer? It's way better, right? Like, it's... <laughs> well, I want to know, like, how much better. Like, is it, like, oh, okay. 500 of my Packard Bell computers better? <laughs> I feel like there's a website for that. There's got to be some sort of website. Yeah, there would have to be. So you could find out like how much better your cell phone is than the computers and the space shuttles that put put us on the moon. And they're like more processing power in a handheld calculator than in the Apollo mission. Something like that. Rocket. It's like, yeah, I couldn't even add numbers together. All I could do is make the lights flash. Everybody thought it was important, but they were they just flash. Yeah, I, I think I tweeted like a couple of weeks ago or whatever where they were talking about, oh, Doom runs on a TI whatever off of potato power. And I was all like, man, Doom's been running off a of TI whatever, 84, 86 since, I, since we were in high school. Yeah, I was going to so say I had Doom on my TI 87. I, I was curious. I was like, is the TI 86 the same as it was then <laughs> as it is now? Like... I mean, it, I assume it's just gotten cheaper to make it, right? Like, I if mean, it's math the same... hasn't really changed. Let's right. see. I'll, uh... Maybe the screen can refresh faster. I don't know. I feel like when you... It's been so long, but when you graphed something, it was like, hang on a second, and then it would do like the, the slow display of the line. We got to wonder, like, cell phones nowadays, why don't they just have... Do they have a a Texas Instrument app? Like, yes. So if you buy the calculator, like you also get an emulator. Why doesn't somebody just make that program and sell it for like $10? Well, or like, they why? did. So I had one on my work computer that it took the uh, ROM off of my TI-86 and it has a picture of a TI-86 on the screen, and you push the buttons just like you really would. Um, but they didn't sell it. They just gave it away for free. You had to have a ROM or nowhere to download one. But now, oh, so we had to get Seth, I don't know what calculator it was, but something's, use. something specific that he really didn't need. And... According to the instructions online, you could get the emulator version of it, but it didn't come with a code, so whatever. You got a TI-30X. The T, man, let's see. I mean, I don't even know, like, Look up the TI Inspire. It's got a color screen. It's got a D-pad in the middle of it. And it's spelled Inspire, but without the I at the beginning. So like T-I, like the I from T-I? Well, I guess it could be, except that it's two words. Well, the N represents something, right? Well... Isn't that a a mathematical The N is written in italics, and the rest of it's not. That N doesn't represent something in math? It can. I mean, it's a... I I think... 
I think yes and no, Matt. Like, yes, I think it's written in italics to give that implication of a variable. Yeah, I mean, it's not like E, though. E's its own thing. Where's T? They don't have... Oh, so I follow uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson on TikTok, and somebody... He made a video about something, and somebody said, I am too high right now to understand that, and he goes... You're too high. Let me let me give you something to think about while you're high. Imaginary numbers are real, <laughs> and that was it. That's the video. <laughs> yep. What happened to the TI ninety two? They don't have TI ninety two. Let's see. I don't even know why TIs exist anymore. Like I just feel like a phone can do it nowadays, right? Yeah, or your laptop, right? I mean, like. Well, I mean, like, I feel like everybody's phone should have that much power now, like to equal a TI-86 or a TI-92 I mean, or a... Surely they, surely they do. I mean... I don't, know what, to, I don't know what to tell you, Matt. I, I feel like we don't have enough information to be yeah, discussing I, this. I don't like, we're going like, I don't even know why you'd have these. I don't like, even... we, we're not going to, you know, college math well, classes. What's, <laughs> what, what's crazy to me is like, like, I guess I don't understand, like how you would write something specifically for math, you know, like the coding specifically for a calculator and not like, I mean, so like, would you, uh, you could write an app for that, right? How would an app so. work for the, I mean, like, it has an apps button. Well, I mean, that's, that makes sense because you, that's what you would do, right? You would write programs and load them into your – I mean, that's how you got Doom on there. You wrote it and you put it as a file that ran or something. So it makes sense to have an apps area. The TI-92 was discontinued in 1998. And then they came out with the 92 Plus and then the Voyage 200 in 2002. And that's like the last new calculator in that series. That tells me that they don't use them anymore <laughs> yeah uh huh. texas instruments is apparently is like weird. designing car insides like i never understood a graphing calculator honestly like the graphing part of it you know like did did you really use that function that much yeah, you could check to make sure you did your stuff right. Well, the gra- with the graph aspect? Yeah. I had a lot of well, classes I mean, where you I'm had to draw a graph of something. Really? And then you would check. Yeah. Man. I just, I don't know why. In my head, I just think more math problems are, you know, um, string, you know, written out as an algorithm or something, not so much more of a graph situation. Graphs to me are more statistics than if anything. Oh. I, that's just me, I guess. Am, so, I, am I the only one that thinks of graphs as just being statistics? No, I mean, graphs are like waves, right? Don't we plot waves with graphs? Yes. Yeah. So, like trends or something when you think of graphs, like, oh, it's going up, it's going up. Here's the trend on the graph. Mm hmm. So that TI Inspire can be used on all the tests except the ACT, 
It has 90 megs of memory. Watch out. 90 megs. Well, considering the TI-89 only has 2.7 oh, yeah, megs. Yeah, but I'm just saying, in today's, today's scenario, it should be... I mean, I guess if it's RAM, maybe? I don't even know how much RAM is in a in a uh, phone. You know, nobody talked about that. Everybody talks uh, about just the space, the hard drive space. My... Raspberry Pi has like two gigs of RAM. Probably shouldn't even call it a hard drive nowadays. You probably should call it just like a. So the, the TI state. Inspire comes with Python. So you can do all of the uh, data analysis and charts that you do in Python with your calculator. I can't imagine typing on that little tiny keyboard. This is big, big as a cell phone, right? Keyboard? Maybe. I don't know. The pictures are so small, I can't really tell. Yeah. But I see a pie plot graph, so, so, I so know. What's, what's going on, Jeremy? What's up? What are you doing? Uh, Desperados 3 went on sale like a last week, week and a half ago. Mm-hmm. So I picked up... So you came season. to your senses? I picked up the uh, season pass, and so it was... Is that a reference to the song, Justin? Or yes, something? yes. Okay, all right. All right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, I've been out running fences for so long now. There you go. Uh, I got... It was like a dollar cheaper to buy Desperados 3, 2, 1, this other game I've never heard of, and the Season Pass than it was just to buy Desperados Season Pass. Season yeah. Pass. Season fucking pass. I was Desperados like, 3. Can we just stop this shit? Can we stop? <laughs> I mean, I mean, Grant. Okay, all right. I saw somebody like online comparing. It's like it's no different than like buying expansion packs, yeah. and I guess that's true. I guess, it, but I don't know. It's just something about it. Just seems, you know, something. I don't know. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, I feel you. Especially, well, the problem is that there are so many games that have come out with season passes, and like the root game is kind of mediocre and then you don't really want the DLC. So, you know, but that's what they want yeah. you to bet on, right? They want you to like bet on it being good. So you buy the season pass. Cause the idea of the season pass is that you get it all cheaper. If you just go ahead right. and pay ahead of time. Yeah. I guess that's the problem too, is like, you don't know what you're going to get with that season pass, you know? Exactly. If they went ahead Technically you don't even know if you're going to get anything. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. There's going to be some season passes that didn't end up being, you know what I mean? Like where they didn't finish because the game wasn't popular enough. There was an EA game called Anthem that came out and was immediately, uh, like not popular, you know, (laughs) like it immediately had all these problems and they, they went into like trying to do like a refurbish. And I think they ended up putting all that on hold because it didn't sell very well. It's an EA game. I'm sure that came with the season pass. I'm also sure that it didn't get like everything that they said that it was going to get. <laughs> what was that? That castle game. I can't think of the name of like, they finally had made a sequel to it, but it was so bad that they just stopped working on it. Oh, that was and, like, they Street. never even finished the actual game, but they had already like sold it. To Stronghold. Everybody. Yes. Stronghold. Anyway, that's probably uh, Desperados 3, uh, it's, I mean, it's so, it looks and plays exactly the same as Desperados 2. 
There you go. And one, it's like they just added more just levels. Looks nicer, right? Higher resolution. <laughs> I guess it looks the same to me. That's um, funny, right? Isn't that weird how your mind plays your tricks on that? Like, yeah. You, you, well, you fortunately, like stuff. Well, I, I mean, Desperados is already kind of cartoony. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I'm pretty sure every single video game is cartoony. No. Some no. of them were meant to be realistic. This one, you're playing on like a backdrop that's just a drawing. What's well, isometric, right? Yeah. But it's know. not. I mean, it, it looks nice. It looks a lot nicer than the previous two to me. It looks the same to me. I can't tell. I need, I should install Desperados 2 since I have it again. Well, well, I was well, going to say, like, if you replayed that, you'd be like, wow, I totally, this, this is not how I remembered it. <laughs> Oh, it's like, uh, what was it? Uh, that tweet that was by uh, Chris Kaminsky or whatever, uh, like a few weeks back about Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. It's How like, old? you think, Not you think this is. is the Final Fantasy from whatever, but actually, this was the Final Fantasy from 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, it's just funny how time and just your mind imagining stuff. Like, you think, I know, I know Ju- Justin will attest to this, is like Twisted Metal. You probably think Twisted Metal in your head looked just great on the PlayStation 1. Like in your head, or Carmageddon probably. Sure. Just look, just, it looked amazing. Carmageddon is a great example because it's the games that I remember kind of blowing my mind at the time. Like Carmageddon was one of the earliest open world, and it wasn't even open world, but like the game worlds felt huge, right? It wasn't you're open a world, but you didn't have to stay on the track like every other game. Right. And the worlds felt, I mean, because if you think you go back and you play like a GTA 3, that feels like a little like playground, like a little theme park, New York or something. <laughs> you know, there's like, it is. it's oh, tiny. It's, yeah, this island is 16 square blocks. <laughs> but Carmageddon, those games felt big. Like I remember the foundry level in Carmageddon 2 just feeling like this massive place. So yeah, I definitely in my head that game looks a lot better, and because it also had like really good car deformation. Yeah, I get mine was Need for Speed because that was the first one where they had like the racing camera, and when it was on that, it would actually play in thirty frames per second. It was like, oh my god, it looks real. Yeah, it's like uh, Quake when you play Quake with the bots and stuff. In your head, you probably think the bots looked okay and everything. Mm-hmm. But if you went back and loaded it up, no, be in all my s- head, they're like square, flat and 256 square, colors. Square. Awful. awful. Uh, Look like Doom. Yeah. Desperados 3, spelled wrong. 4K. It looks exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> totally. It's like, oh, look. I, yep, it's the same. They're on a level I haven't gotten to yet. So you enjoying it, though? Yeah. I mean, you know, that's the game that I took my save game from PC to PC as I upgraded. And I never finished it, but I probably have a CD in my closet that's still got my save game on it. Um, I'm surprisingly not having to look up stuff. Like, I can't get past this part. I have to look it up. It's I'm actually coming up with how to do it on my own, which I didn't really do on Desperados 2 <laughs> most of the time. 
And I don't know if that means it's easier or if I've just gotten better at strategy games. I like to think it's the, the latter of the two. Does it play like XCOM? No, it's there's no turns. It's Oh, okay. It's all in real time, so like if the person sees you, you have to reload. Well, but you can okay. I mean that's that's what they want you to do at the very they have actions a, though. By default, a warning pops up every 1 minute that you haven't saved. Wow. But I mean but I mean you can queue up actions though. Yeah, but only one like, per character. Like like do stuff at the same time. Yeah, you, you can queue up one action per character to have them all like if there's three people and they're all looking at each other so you couldn't hit one without the other two people seeing it, you can queue up to where they all do it at the same time. It sounds uh, like it's more of a uh, stealth game than I would have it thought. Is. It, it oh, is. It yeah. is most definitely a stealth game. You only get... Um, let's see. There's one level where they're having a contest as to who can kill the most people. And uh, I think I was at like 30 on both of them. And the guy with the gun only has six bullets and you can, you can find more, but they're in specific spots and there's way more people than there are bullets. And the other guy doesn't even have a gun. He has a bear trap and an ax. Wow. So it's a game where you are drastically outmanned, outgunned, something, something. Um, yes. And you have to, Figure it's out all about not to... getting caught. Gotcha. Okay. But still getting through everybody, even if you have to kill them all. And it's set in the Wild West. Yes. Okay. Um, Just to be clear, in case no one's ever... Like, I never played a Desperado's <laughs> game, but I was, I'm aware of that, yeah. and otherwise people might not know. Uh, it makes me think of a uh, game they should bring back then is SWAT. I think SWAT was very much like that, the original SWATs. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, so they should. I, I, I played SWAT. Ap- apropos of nothing, it makes me think of uh, Full Spectrum Warrior, and I'm very, I'm extremely bummed and genuinely surprised that no one has either made a sequel or like a, a spiritual successor to that game. Yeah, we've we've talked about that. I even bought it. I bought the package. And oh yeah, I've never played it. I haven't loaded it up or anything. I think I like downloaded it and actually installed it, mm-hmm. but I don't. I think that's as far as I ever got. Because, I mean, it's one of those things, like, you're going to go back to those graphics, you know? Yeah, yeah. You're like, uh, I don't know, man. I... Full Spectrum Warrior 2 was the first game where I heard them say fuck. And I was like, whoa, that guy just said, that guy <laughs> said fuck. Else. They said that <laughs> in Desperados 3, and I seriously don't remember that in Desperados 2. It probably didn't happen. And I'm yeah, like, this so. is like a... This is an okay game for like kids. Why are you making it rated okay, M for mature? Okay, for kids. Like you can technically go through every level without killing anybody. What, you could knock them out rated? and tie them up. What's it rated? It's got to be rated M if they're saying yeah. fuck that much. <laughs> That's true. But this could totally be a T for teen if they fudge. Gosh darn it. Ah, fudge. Uh, let's see. Other than that, Anything Curse else? of Oak Island is back. Oh, oh, Have boy. they not figured out this? <laughs> Have they not drilled a hole in every single spot on that island? So their plan now 
blow it instead up instead of instead of digging a hundred foot wide hole they're gonna they're gonna make uh do it like a honeycomb with their four foot wide holes with pipes in them and just dig up the whole damn thing there you go there you go there you go but <laughs> in the preview they find like this big giant gold nugget looking thing which since uh-huh. they're showing it in the preview probably means it's not they're like oh yeah that's some melted brass sorry that or it's like the last episode <laughs> yeah it could be oh no yeah i like i like the idea like you were alluding to in my head i was thinking it was like a, like a piece of machinery that they used but like something fucked up and it melted and they're like wow look at what happened to this but you know for the preview at the beginning it's like look what we found <laughs> yeah so on the first that, episode, so it just implies on on the premiere like they send this camera down the hole and there's all this gold shiny stuff on the wall. And I'm like, you watch that giant thing. They were digging that out with is yellow. That's just where it scraped the side of the wall. Yep. And they're going to send a diver 200 feet underwater in that hole. And he's going to be like, I found some paint. That's about it. <laughs> I like the idea that after all this time, the fortune that was found there was the, uh, the production company that was able to get all these people to watch the show or whatever channel it's on. Yeah. But the real, That's find the fortune has been made. Was the real find was us. Exactly. Yeah, like <laughs> they're like, Oh, you know, all the CEOs are like out to dinner and they're like, we, we got it guys. <laughs> clink, clink, clink toast to us. Yep. Uh, Animaniacs ought to be starting up another... soon, right? Huh? Animaniacs, that should be starting up soon, right? I, at some point. Oh, wait. I, I heard Wyatt watching it the other day. I don't know if it was oh. the new one or not. And Tiny Toon Adventures. I think they're uh-huh. going to be in college now. It's just, it's it's kind of weird because I'm like, oh, that's cool. But I don't know that I'm going to watch any of it, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm I mean, watching some old Animaniacs clips because it got popular. And I was like, wow, they, this was really clever. You know, I definitely didn't catch all these yeah. jokes back back then. But <laughs> when I was a kid, yeah, I didn't really wow, get... that's a reference to Hollywood. <laughs> Good one, Yakko. <laughs> yeah, you got to wonder, like, what what was the de- demographic of Animaniacs? You know, like, I mean, it was kids, right? But I guess right. for adults to also watch too with their kids, you know. I mean, I feel like it was. It, we were like young teenagers when that show was out, so it definitely wasn't. You know, we weren't watching it alongside GI Joe and all that other stuff. <laughs> and it came out it was like a few years after tiny tunes i never watched tiny tunes but i watched animaniacs every day i have one of their cds boy if they made gi joe now it'd have all kinds of like political references in it i bet like it would be be fighting like i bet i'd almost guarantee you they'd have parodies of like north korea and i don't know i mean like you think back to gi joe and it like cobra is that a reference to anything they they fight cobra that's about it it's pretty made up i'm curious now i want now i want to go look up like see if there's any like conspiracy theories with gi joe oh there's got to be and represents the cambodian empire (laughs) i don't know empire i don't know (laughs) i'm a a computer Pork chop sandwiches. Pork chop sandwiches. It's weird to think. Now, see, that's funny that you guys are referencing that because when those videos came out, it was like, wow, old G.I. Joe references. And now those videos are like as old 
as G.I. Joe was to us then. That yeah, is yeah. reminiscent for people yeah. like in their 30s now <laughs> or 20s. Well, what Perculia from Wowhead posts, she's like, I'm wearing a vintage 80s, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, the 80s are vintage? Yeah. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Like the 80s are. 80s. The 80s, 80s are to people now like the 50s were to us when we were kids. Yes. Or even, yeah, that's about right. It was 30 years. Because, right? Because Back to the Future was 1985. They went back 30 years to 55, and they went forward to 2015, which we've passed by five years. Yep. We're, we're old. We're, we're super old at the ripe old age of 40. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then they went back practically in the home years or something. I don't know. Whatever. If we were yeah. in the middle, right. it was we would be two hundred, a hundred years. Yeah, it was a hundred, hundred years, a hundred. I didn't. Um, I don't know what made me think of it, but uh-huh. the last it person, means- the last person born in the eighteen hundreds, died in twenty sixteen. She was, there was 117 years old. I can't remember what I was old. thinking of. I think I was thinking like this last century was probably the. I was thinking for some other reason. I can't remember what the analogy I was making, but it was like that will probably be the last time that somebody lives to three three centuries. I don't know why I was thinking that. Like, I don't know why I was thinking like it's crazy to think that people have lived out through three centuries. Well, to be fair, she was born on November 29th, 1899, so she really only got 32 days in. I mean, it wouldn't take that much, though. I mean, you had people living, what, 114 years? Yeah, she was 117. I mean, it's kind of an arbitrary thing, right? Like, you're 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 pointing out that she lived across three centuries, but she didn't live. You know, oh, wait, she still maybe... only lived 116, only 116 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, but I mean, maybe I was thinking like in our lifetime, that would be like the last time somebody like, we yeah, would never see because we're not going to we're not going to see the 2100s. Yeah, most likely. I mean, I mean, there's technology, possibility, going, right? We'd be 100 and we'd be 120. That's only four years older. But I don't think that any of us have it have what what it takes to be. <laughs> is that an octogenarian, I think, or is that over 80? <laughs> centenarian uh, yeah that, that I don't think it. we're living a, a good enough lifestyle to be living out to 100 and... <laughs> yeah <laughs> not unless it becomes normalized <laughs> I mean especially with you know all the everything that's going on with the world you know I mean no matter what you believe in yeah right you know scientifically like more more diseases and stuff are going to come up between now and then so theoretically yeah. No, this is it. This is the last. This is the last one. I mean, we we we're definitely. I mean, the last one before this was in what nineteen eighteen. The last. Yeah, big that one. was. Yeah, that was that though, right? I mean, like we've still had other things that have come in, right? No. I mean, what, not as much. Was, no. Well, no, no, we've but I'm pretty... saying like, what uh, what was the scare we had like a few years back? MERS. Oh, SARS. SARS. You had to get the SARS guard, SARS guard. I'm not saying, I'm not saying it's going to be, I'm just saying like something, we got to assume something's going to evolve eventually within the next 50, 60 years, right? 
Uh, I mean, maybe there, there's a lot of people say. and there's a lot of people living. I mean, the conditions of society across the planet are a little riper potentially, but I don't know. I'm not. Plus there's just a shit ton more people. Yeah. It's like how many, let's see. How many people have died from COVID? We can approach like uh, a million, over a million, right? Worldwide. It's got to be over a million. Uh, I, I mean, if we're I just don't know. It, we, it's, I think it's hit worst in America, and we've, quote, no. only, only got like. Only, I say only, but it's 1.28 million people. Which, considering, let's see, 1.28 million people. I mean, India, actually, now that you mention it, probably has a big share. They got hit pretty hard. And and I think still are getting hit hard. Mm -hmm. I know, I think France is up to like 100-something thousand, which is crazy based on their population, I think. Yeah, yes. Yeah, they got Europe. Ugh. Yeah, so, I say ugh, Europe was just ahead of us by about a month. Ha <laughs> 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 ha! <laughs> That's why I put on Twitter. Like, if you've been safe, if you've been, you know, taking proper precautions up to now, you know, don't don't let your guard down now. Well, after all this yeah, time, yeah, it's, it's only don't be like I'm up. sick of you know. I want to get out. I'm going to go to the. I want to have dinner somewhere. <laughs> yeah, that's why. That's why. That's why it happened. You know, right? Sixteen one thousandths of a percent of the population of Earth has died from COVID. Sixteen one thousandths of a percent. So, like sixteen hundred thousandths of the people. Right. It's not going to be like the Black Plague levels no. of eradication. I mean, Which is, I mean, ultimately, like it's the sad. I don't know if it's sad, but like you know, that's that's kind of the silver lining is that you know, well, I, I guess I guess it's not much of a silver lining if you're saying, well, it's not the plague. <laughs> I suppose that's a, that's a high that's a high marker, <laughs> and that so that population's as of 2018. So more people, there were more people born than died by more than what have died from COVID between 2017 and 2018. In other words, it's not going to put a huge dent in the... There were 83 million more people in 2018 than 2017. Right. In in the explosive population growth of the planet. And... Which is scary, right? Well, right? Kind of, yeah. I think so, Matt, personally. (laughs) While everybody is freaking out, it's like we've only had 126,000 cases out of 300 and something million people. I mean, that's the thing if you want to get really philosophical slash statistical about it. But, you know, the more people there are on the planet, the less a single life is worth. Exactly. Which I, mean, I don't that like that doesn't yeah, come with any kind of opinion, yeah. like political opinion. But, I'm just pointing out that but, that's that is the way it also is. Not weighing, you're also not weighing what that person offers either. Well, true. I mean, but what they offer is the more people there they are, it doesn't matter what somebody offers because it's not as I don't want to say important. 
That's not true. It right. won't you impact have a, as many people. You have as you have as much more of a chance of you know even even if Hitler hadn't been born until today, he wouldn't have impacted as many people as he did in 1940. Right. Because there's just so many people that had nothing to do with it whatsoever. Like in, I don't, India, I never hear anybody say like, oh, the people from India were all up in that. Or I mean, I China think... got invaded by Japan, but it wasn't like right. all of China. It was just that little part by Japan. Yeah, it would be interesting to make documentary, like a, a movie in that era from that perspective, right? Like it would be in, like. From what perspective? Like, from like a World War II era. Like, I mean, like you'd have these countries like, like you said, India or, you know, that are near the, you know, that are, that are on the same, con- you know, the same continent or right. but they're not really impacted by this like, world war. Yeah. Like a documentary like, about the countries that were not involved in the world war, even though it was a yeah. world war. Yeah. Like, like was anything in South America happening? Like, during, I mean, there this? was no fighting there. That's for sure. Africa was I, Africa. I involved? suspect South America being, you know, having a lot of third world countries probably were like, "Hey, this is a good opportunity for us to grow and get a little, <laughs> get a little advantage here." Let's see, world population. 19. I mean, it, it is kind of crazy to call something a world war when it, it. I mean, it doesn't encompass, but like, you know, so many countries, right? You know, yeah. They're like, oh, there's a lot of countries in this. It's a world war. Well, I don't, you know, I mean, <laughs> the guy's I mean, like, I don't know. It's not. We're not fighting fucking aliens or anything, man. I mean, <laughs> Look, we well, fought like, in two theaters. <laughs> like South America didn't really have anything to do with it either until all the Nazis moved there. Yeah, right. Like you never hear about Brazil's contribution to until Magneto went against. there to hunt some guys down. Yeah, and only Northern Africa. Right. It is kind of crazy, right? That um, and you never hear about the freaking Antarcticans. What the fuck you know, were they doing? Yeah, you talk about you talk. <laughs> you talk about you know. You talk about that and, uh, and Nazis going to South America, or whatever. And like, let's just talk about misinformation. Like, it is crazy to think that we have people that want to stir that shit up. But that's you true. know, stir what? No, shit? I'm just I'm just saying that. Like what conspiracy theories or just like put out information that's totally not true. Like, um, Hey, tonight was, watch hunting Hitler, the, the final episode. And you'll be so, like, yep, there's one. So like, um, I'll, I'll say, so like Genshin impact, the game I'm playing, like as soon as it launched, people were just putting out wrong information. Like they were actually putting out fake information. Like somebody, there was a community out there. I don't know who, I guess just, they wanted to be kind of famous. I don't even know how they got famous. I mean, I guess maybe on Reddit or something, you know, they they posted on Reddit and it blew up. And and it's like anti-communist crowds. I don't know. I'm just saying, sorry, anti-China crowds. I don't, I don't know. No, no. I'm talking about, they were posting like, you know, leaks, supposedly leaks to the game. Oh, like fake leaks. Yeah. Oh, I don't get that. And I'm just, I'm just saying like, why do people want to do like i don't understand people wanting to stir sh- like like to, the resident evil the game where the zombies were black like what's the, uh, i don't know anything about that but i'm just saying like what's the drive to put out false information 
Like, I think you'd have to be is... more specific as to this Genshin thing, because right now I get the impression you're talking about people that were trying to get clicks yeah. via leaks that weren't I leaks. I don't but know what the is... thing was. Oh. I don't know what I don't know what there I mean, it was just tons and tons of information that was coming out about the game, like this is what's coming up in the next patch. And it was just fake. It was all fake. And people oh, were just constantly okay. doing it every single day. And like it was like something new, and I was like, it's probably I don't like get adver- this. I, to me, that usually goes back to like advertising clicks on a website, or you know, getting your cookies to sell. Maybe they just want like their fifteen minutes of internet famous. Yeah, yes, I don't know. It's like yes. there's a guy on TikTok that says he's from like twenty three forty five, and he's saying all this know. stuff that's going to happen in the next few weeks, and so far he's not really right and he says on january 2nd something awesome is gonna happen and also last week we were supposed to find an organism that gives off a type of energy that we've never heard of before but i I didn't hear anything about that organism no but he's got like hundreds of thousands of followers on tiktok and I don't know where he gets the B-roll for the background of his videos, but they're really cool. Anyway, other than that, I'm taking another data science class that I didn't realize was like 100 hours long, and i got to finish it before the end of the year. So I'm learning Python this week. What is this for? Just to get a raise, probably. Oh, okay. Or not. Cer- certi- certification, another little yeah, notch on your resume. Yep. Yeah. To get a raise or another job if I don't get a raise. <laughs> there you go. Uh, uh, I 3D printed a Wheatley and then I 3D printed a bigger Wheatley. Wheatley, Wheatley. Remind me, Wheatley. Uh, the Irish robot from Portal 2. Oh. The one that takes over GLaDOS. And puts her in a potato or whatever. Oh, wow. I'd forgotten all about that. Well, now I got another idea. and Well, it was actually Wyatt's idea. Because there's a thing on the Echo. You can ask, tell her to like talk like a robot or something. And it's Wheatley's quotes from Portal 2. Huh. And the size that I printed him the second time would just about fit an Echo Dot. Not the new ball one, which is ridiculous uh so i think i'm gonna make one that's an alexa holder and then his eye will light up blue whenever you talk to her because she lights up blue um i mean they're cheap enough you could just take it apart and put the mechanisms inside of it that's true and probably I don't I mean, know, I don't like know I what don't kind of have an extra one somewhere around here. I don't know what kind of battery you could put in there. I don't know what would last long enough. Well, you would have to just have it USB powered or something. I guess so. They uh, so the one that I printed, the guy on Thingiverse, he made it to where you could put an LED in his eye to make it light up, but it would have to have a USB cable coming out the back. And I was like, why would you want that? This goes on a shelf. I don't have a USB cable that'll go from the shelf to. I don't want it sitting on my desk or on top of my computer. Uh, I guess that's all. So you're just downloading the, the models? So far, I have... 
I download a lot of stuff, like a bunch of stuff to modify my printer. My printer is like covered with stuff that I printed for my printer. But usually when I download it, there's something that's like, why would they do it that way? And then I'll go to SketchUp and modify it. And I've got a whole bunch of remixes posted on Thingiverse. There's only a couple of things so far that I've actually been like, you know, I'm going to, I can't find a thing that somebody's already done. I'll just design it myself. This is but, the most futuristic shit that like a consumer can do the way you're talking about like, oh, I downloaded this design from my printer, but then I had to get a remixes from something called Thingiverse. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, cool. I wanted to make a, I switched my printer to direct drive, which means it doesn't have a tube for the plastic to go through before it gets to the printer head. It just, the extruder sitting on top of the print head now. And what is the advantage of that? It lets you print. So there's this, uh, TPU is a kind of a rubbery substance that you can print with and you can make phone cases and oh. other like protective things out of it. But if you, put it through a tube it has a tendency to get stuck it cools down or something i guess huh does it cool down or something in that tube or something is that what is that well it's it stretchy stuck? so whenever you're printing like it'll retract the filament when it moves and it ha- it'll pull on it and it can break it or hmm. um you can have it to where it will get cooler at the top of the print head than at the bottom and clog the nozzle. Um, but this guy had um, a motor cover that was for something else, and I modified it to fit on my direct drive and have the cables come out of it, and then I just stuck the Ender logo on the side of it. Um, I got my LED lights. People have brackets for specific LED lights, like the kind you buy at Ikea or these ones that are like 40 bucks on Amazon. But I had these ones that are supposed to go on your TV that I bought at at Walmart for five bucks. So I modified that to fit my lights and then modified the hangers to where my direct drive can go up and not hit them. Uh, A tool holder somebody designed. I added a thing on the end for my calipers to fit in and I put the logo on the side. I made my own camera mount. I remixed the raspberry Pi holder to have more air holes in it and a bigger logo on the top. It's just cool. I like, since I already knew how to use SketchUp, like it's super cool. I can just go design like, I made a thing to go on the top of Mandy's sewing machine to make the spool holder taller for taller spools so that they don't fall off. And it's like, I don't know how I would have done that before. Right. Um, No, it's cool. You can just go draw something on SketchUp and then send it over to the printer. And then like, depending on how big it is, uh, 20 minutes to three days later, it's in your hand. (laughs) Yeah. And I also... I built a dashboard um, for the printer and my print head, since I turned the dashboard on, has traveled 29.85 miles. Wow. Just on the little 250 by 250. When you say dashboard, you mean you, you programmed, you built a program? Yes. Okay. A dash. So 
I'll have to post a picture of it. I was talking about it on Twitter to the guy. Somebody wrote an article about how they had done it. And so I took their idea and then did like extra stuff, like how far has it traveled in total? And then over to the side, it's like, you have traveled 1.6% of the way to Vancouver, British Columbia. <laughs> or I've got it all the way out to like uh, Andromeda. So Wow. At some point, when it's 1% of the way to Andromeda, that'll start popping up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that that's it. Everybody, make sure Curse of Oak Island's new. Hunting Hitler, the final episode is tonight. Ancient Aliens' new season is Friday. And Lawrence Fishburne's History's Greatest Mystery starts Saturday night. It's the History <laughs> Channel week. And then next Tuesday, Beyond Oak Island comes on, where they go and investigate. Oh, God. Other oh mystery God. treasures oh that aren't violent. Sure. Sure. Yeah. 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 The, the only other, you know, like I remember hearing about Oak Island uh, from like the Time Life books back in the day. And the only other one I remember is the, uh, the, the gold or treasure or whatever that somebody had hidden in the Sierra Nevadas, I think. Yes. And there... Some old man that had hidden. And I think there's at this point, I think there are several of those stories. <laughs> So I'm sure There's they'll investigate in some of those. That they know that has okay. Been okay. It says like if you go to the Thompsons Ranch, it's like 300 feet down the side of the mountain, and everybody's like, "But we don't know where the Thompsons Ranch is." Hey, man, that, that's something I could be good at digging up, going through land records, <laughs> just finding all the Thompsons that owned owned ranches in the area. Uh, that and Blackbeard shipwreck. Is somewhere off the coast of like North Carolina. Nobody's found ah. it yet. Anyway, that's I want to say, wasn't it? Isn't it James Cameron's team that discovered where the Titanic is? Does that? That's right, James. I don't know if he discovered it. Maybe he was the James first. Cameron one to... made the movie. Well, he's also so. That's the funny thing, Jeremy. Is after he did Titanic, the reason we didn't get James Cameron movies until like Avatar is because he was. Uh, funding submersibles and was well i just going down. watched him i just watched him on something i think he's actually at this point the deepest the, the human that has gone the deepest because i think he funded going on into uh, the marianas trench i got a fun i just watched a show what was that guy's name his name was like james Cam- oh exodus the story of exodus james cameron sponsored a scientific expedition to find out if the story of Exodus was true. And it's on I Netflix, what, I think. You should watch it. It's know, pretty good. I don't know what Exodus is. What's Exodus? The second book of the Bible. Oh. Then wait. Wait. What? Oh, is it? Wait. What what does that contain? Is that is that, is that Noah's Ark? No, that's Moses. Oh, that's right. That's right the parting of the red sea and the happens in the second book. Yeah. That's the whole second book is nothing. uh, It's nothing but the exodus of the Israelites out of Egypt, but they find like, so they find all the scientific evidence to explain every single part of it. Even the death of the first male child. And it's really cool. The first male child children died. So you remember that village that was wiped out by the carbon dioxide gas in South America? 
that yeah. came out of the lake? Yeah. Yes. That also explains the thing in Egypt, oh. the fog on the ground, and it was tradition for the firstborn males to have their own bed on the floor of the houses, and everybody else slept in normal beds. Hmm. So they were all on the floor and died from the carbon dioxide gas that was wow. coming out of a crack in the ground that was caused by the explosion of the volcano, whose name I can't remember that was the loudest How sound. How the fuck would you find evidence for that shit? Because it's written in hieroglyphics in certain places. But it's Just go watch that documentary. It's pretty cool. It's pretty ah, cool. Ah, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just don't. I just, it's just weird to me that you could go back and look at uh, how long ago was that? How long ago was that? 3000 years. So you're going to look at some high and be like, all right. So, I mean, you, you, I, there is some drawing conclusions there, right? No, it has to, it's not written out specifically like how you explained it. Well, yeah, people are connecting dots, surely. It's yeah, not like yeah, the higher well, I mean, gas came hey, out. And- gas came out of the ground. And, no. <laughs> but, yeah, so, I mean, there's definitely some some deductive reasoning, right? Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm curious, like, if they, uh, you know, if, uh, did they write it in a in a spiritual sense in hieroglyphics, you know? No. Like, one of the things is, like, the... Pharaoh just wrote, he had like a daily journal and they would write it out in hieroglyphics on a wall. And it's like, today we went and ate some tacos and (laughs) (laughs) we went down to the taco truck. Today we went down and ate some tacos and also all these frogs came out of the water and it rained frogs, right? Didn't it rain frogs or something or locusts? Well, all of that. So you just have you have to watch it. Yeah, I guess explain so. why the I guess water I'll never turned red. The water I guess turned I'll red. Never know. <laughs> so that lake that killed all those people, it turned red before it killed all those people. So the water turned to blood. It just turned red because of the gas, and then it killed all the fish because there was no oxygen. All the frogs came out of the water because there was no oxygen. Ah. Um. And then I don't. Something to do with that caused the locusts to come out of hibernation. Hold up. There's a volcano in Egypt? I'm just not connecting no, 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 that. No. It's an island in the middle oh. of the Mediterranean that exploded. And it was the sound of it went around the planet like 10 or 11 times. It was the loudest sound ever heard by humans. Louder than Krakatoa? <sighs> Something like that. It turned that island into just a ring. Neat. Anyway, I'm done. That's it. Did they like orange soda on that island? <laughs> I understood that reference. Hmm. No, it, it was not Waponi Woo. Yeah. And they didn't... They weren't, like, sacrificing people. But they were Jewish. Huh? 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 Yeah, they were, though. Well, yeah, effectively. Uh, so, uh, Justin, they believe in, they, they believe in <laughs> circumcision, yeah, that's right? The other one. Isn't that the circumcision people? They believe in that? Jews, yes. I don't remember who doesn't. 
Who doesn't? Yeah. Catholics? No, Catholics do. Who who doesn't circumcise? Do Muslims? I have no idea. I really couldn't tell you. Yeah, I don't know. I think like most people just do it because it's sanitary, totally tradition at this supposedly. point. It's totally tradition at this point. Isn't it sanitary? It's cleaner. I that I that supposedly was the original reasoning, and I I think I don't I don't know. I don't know. Well, Matt, like, you, you Mitch, these questions. I can Mitch Google. <laughs> oh no, a ketchup stain on my penis. <laughs> How will I ever get this out before prom? <laughs> All right. What's going on, Justin? I finished Resident Evil 2. I looked at my Was notes. It just, I like how you, just like how you remember? Pretty similar. Uh, I mean, I really kind of want to go back and watch, if nothing else, a speed run, you know, because they're faster, of the original oh game. <laughs> you You would probably see so much skipping and glitching. Well... True, true, true. Well, you, you that's probably, the great thing about speedruns is there's like speedruns with glitches allowed and speedruns no glitches. Um, they're usually separated. So I would look for the no glitch speedruns. Well, well, still, I mean, like, uh, what is it? Uh, I watched, I don't know how it came up in my YouTube feed, but I watched just like maybe like five or ten minutes of Doom Eternal mm-hmm. uh, with the with the, oh, with dev the developers. Watching. Yeah. Yeah. And that was just all like, yeah, that was hella glitch. They were just all like, and he just skipped over that part. Oh, wait, no, 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 sorry. Oh, I did watch that, but I also watched Borderlands. It was Borderlands 3, I think, or something like that. And he was, no, wait, no, sorry. Oh, my God. Matt. Outer Worlds? Moment. Outer Worlds. (laughs) Yes. It was Outer Worlds. You sure? (laughs) I'm positive on that one. All right. And the guy was all like, you watch these other ones, though, right? Otherwise, you wouldn't uh, have thought of them. No, I don't know why I was thinking Borderlands. I can see I Border- thinking you, you could conflate Star Borderlands Shady. with Outer Worlds. I don't know. But yeah, uh, and the guy was just all like, he just skipped that complete part right there. Yeah. Like, he just did this. That's one of those. That. I remember seeing like that pop up on Twitter or something, and it was like a 12-minute run, which makes sense. Because, you know, back in the day, Morrowind, there was like a, oh, a, yeah. like a nine-minute run. <laughs> Of that just game, kill the guy for a ring or something, yeah, yeah, and then, yep. and then like, yeah, he's <laughs> some momentum, take off over here. <laughs> yeah, those kind of runs are always like, I always like, like, if you were ever watch that on, like, I want to watch this story arc, like, yeah, no, there's no way you would get anything <laughs> out of that because it's just be like so quick going through yeah. dialogue anyway. Be like, this is the worst story ever. <laughs> who wrote this piece? He of talked shit? to a couple people and then he killed somebody, I don't even know who that was. The game worst developed game ever. <laughs> they have like five developers working on this shit. It's like he beat it in 12 minutes. What a shitty game. Oh my God. <laughs> anyway, uh, Resident Evil 2. No, like uh, very much like how I remember it, which I mean, yes, it's a remake, so it should be. But for some reason, I thought that they would have played around with some more stuff. Um, how much of Resident Evil bad, have you played? Anyway. I played the first game, the second game. Skip the third game. I played a little bit of Jeremy's copy of Code Veronica, or a lot of Code Veronica, but I didn't finish it. And then I played, bought and played four, five, and six, and I tried to play seven, but I didn't like it. Which one's the giraffe fucking something? Giraffe fucking something? Oh, that was <laughs> six. I think it was six. <laughs> yeah, that I was think six. the giraffe, giraffe was supposed to not look just like a giraffe. It was so, Jeffrey. Yes, the logo for, for the listeners to explain. <laughs> The logo for uh, Google Resident Evil Six logo giraffe blowjob. Uh, 
and you will understand. I'm looking at it right now. It was supposed to be like an actual like DNA strand or something, right? Or like, like I think it was supposed to look like liquid. Like it was like, oh, yeah. something spilled. Maybe I would assume blood probably. <laughs> and everybody's all like, it's a fucking giraffe That's, getting a blowjob. It's huh? from a child, no less. <laughs> well, the problem is it's purple, Shit, so it can't be blood. Okay. I thought I remembered it being purple. Hmm. Well, I mean, it it's, could it's be blood. Seen. It could be the T-virus. Zombie it blood. Could be the t- yeah, it's, it probably, the the T-virus, it's yeah. probably the T-Virus. I mean, ultimately, if yeah. it's Resident Evil, it's probably the it's T-Virus. T-Virus. It's T-Virus. <laughs> but yeah, like Resident Evil 2, great game. Shorter than I expected it to be. You, you're you're supposed to play through it uh, twice, once with each character. Um, But uh, anyway. I just have so many questions about it. Yeah? Like, I mean, like, just, I never played any of the Resident I'm never going to play any of the Resident Evils. Oh, I right. I don't fucking like scary shit. Right, yeah. Oh, and uh, this which, one, I will tell you, Matt, like, I've I've never like yelped from surprise uh, or jump scares more than I have in this game. So if you're like, as far as like, if you're a person that's like, ah, there's they don't make enough good scary video Which, games that make you jump. This is uh, the one for you. <laughs> wait, what's the what's the game right now? Fans Phantasmagoria or something? No, oh, something I know the one you're talking about. That's not. It's Phasm- not that. that everybody's streaming it and everything yeah, and play yeah. play as a group. I watched the stream. It looks, Jeremy, you need to look this game I'm, up. I don't know why Jeremy's not playing it. it. I might. What? what I would it, what say. I would maybe play it with Jeremy if if you guys wanted to play it. Maybe. Fantas. Ugh. What is the name of this game? And it's like Phas Phasma Phasmograph. Phantasmagoria. No, it's not Phantasmagoria. What is the name of this game? Although, although I will say that I I, I hate that you know kids game. today. Phasmophobia. Okay. Jeremy, right. check this shit out. This is a, it's basically like one of those ghost hunting ghost hunters, yeah. uh, shows, but there's actual ghosts, but you like, it's co-op. There's actual ghosts, <laughs> but there's actual ghosts. Ex- yes, exactly. Uh, and I, I, I say that matter of factly. Um, is it VR? I don't, I don't know, but I wouldn't know if it is has VR. But it's like, I've seen, like, it's a co-op online game and you got all the little things and you have to, like, check the temperature in the room. Sometimes you have to, like, check the, you know, the UV fields and this, that, and the other. And you don't want to get separated because sometimes, like, the ghosts will show up sometimes and sometimes they're just there and then they'll run off to another place. But, like, if they catch people alone, they'll attack them or something. I don't know. It looks cool. It's uh, it's quite popular on Twitch. Yeah, it's a Twitch streaming game. But yeah, I won't ever play that fucking shit. Right. Yeah, like, uh, that shit's like, uh, yeah. It's got VR. I kind of want to play it now. Especially since it's got 82,000 overwhelmingly positive. Yeah. It's, VR, it's VR just seems like it was made for jump scare shit, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I remember, like, even, like, the low-tech stuff would be like, oh, yeah, just look around. It'd always be, like, in a dark room. Mm-hmm. You're always supposed to pan around. You only can see in a certain area that you're looking until you pan somewhere else. Yep. Oh, there's a fucking figure looking fucking scary thing that popped out now. <laughs> it's always predictable shit, you know, but it's still scary as fuck. I like the way that people like Matt that, uh, you know, gets, get uh, you know, get scared of that kind of stuff, like, get, like, mad at it kind of you know like yeah yeah it's fucking yeah there's a fucking, fucking ghost there fucking, <laughs> i knew it was gonna be fucking, fucking there. You know, <laughs> and they turn around ah goddamn fucking ghost <laughs> <A> ghost 
like you know you're not going to get hurt by it or anything but it's so yeah. scary it's fuck. like the video of like the grandmas playing vr and they they yell and then they like throw the vr controller yeah. <laughs> throw the headset off they're like whoa there grandma it's expensive that's expensive shit <laughs> But yeah, Resident Evil, that Resident Evil 2. Lots of uh surprise zombies. They will wait around corners as if as if they're smart. They will seem dead, but not be. <laughs> that is funny, right? It's not like, what are you lurking for, man? Yeah. Like, That's bullshit. This is you're not supposed you're always supposed to be fucking moving, Groaning. and growling, yeah. and moaning and shit, and like it's bullshit. Walking aimlessly. If you ever like you will ruin zombie movies for yourself if you ever watch them think and realize it. and think about the fact that inevitably someone is going to get surprised by some kind of like ultimate ninja zombie that no one sees, hears, or smells until yeah. it comes up from behind. Despite the fact that in every other scene, the zombies are constantly groaning. <laughs> so I told Mandy about that game. I was like, it's VR and there's ghosts. And she's like, yeah, but it's not like, I said it was like Ghost Hunter. She's like, yeah, it's not really like Ghost Hunter. I was like, no, you don't walk through an empty house and then three days later think you hear something on a on a tape recorder. <laughs> that is true. It is not like Ghost Hunters. <laughs> Stuff happens more. <laughs> yeah. But I was just curious, like, what do you think of the storyline for Resident Evil? It's pretty schlocky. I mean, okay. it's, uh, you know, big chemical or pharmaceutical organization that has been developing a virus to sell to militaries on the, on the down low. Uh, and that's, that's pretty much, it's a, it's a worldwide organization, which is basically their excuse for having more games <laughs> like resident evil four. I think they go to Spain or Portugal. I know resident yeah, evil six is in Africa, right? And in one of them, they went to Africa six. and there was yeah. controversy because the zombies were black. Right. Well, well, that you gotta kill giraffe the black people. getting a blowjob on, on their front of the cover. Yeah. Why you got to kill the black people? Because they're zombies? Right. But, yeah, I mean, there's there's not a whole lot to it. Wesker's heavily involved. He's, like, the ultimate bad guy. I think you end up fighting him in five or six, or probably both. But, uh, yeah. So. I just, I just, I just, I'm just curious, you know, like, I, I like, you know... It, on on your scale of like zombie stories, where is it at? You know, what's, uh, I what's, mean, what's I have a lot of what's below it. I have a lot of love for the series because it's what made me. It's well, it's not the only thing, but it was the first PlayStation game I got. Um, as far as zombie stories, it it's not really up there. Train to Busan is better. Uh, all of the night of the you know night, dawn, day. Twilight of the Dead, all of those are better. Ooh, man, all those? All yeah. Those? As far as stories, yeah. I mean, it's it's a video game. It's it's a. <laughs> yeah. well, I didn't know how good the. First I mean, one was. The, the Last of Us games, if you consider those zombie games, which effectively they are, both way better. Um, you know, it's 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 schlocky, but that's what's part. That's part of the fun. You know, I you end up uh, you go to a part of a umbrella lab facility where the plants have been experimented on and you have to fight plant zombies that are like covered in vines and stuff and they reach out at you and if you if you shoot them a few times like even they're even harder to kill you pretty much have to burn them with a flamethrower to get them to not come back so you know it's fun it's a good time um 
But yeah. I think there's a shark. There's a shark, right? In the third in the or fourth first one? game. In the first one, okay. Yeah, there's a shark loose in a tank. There's also a plant in the first game that you have to fight. So I did not remember the plant in the second game. You don't have to fight the plant, but you do have to do a, make a chemical compound to hurt the plant, which is what you have to do in the first game. And I, I do not recall that at all. Again, I, I need to go back and watch the or play through the original game. I'm curious everything that changed. But, you know, I like the, one of the things I like about the Resident Evil series is that the zombies are slow and dumb and your ammo is limited and so are the health packs. So a lot of the strategy is like trying to not kill the zombies. The other issue, I say issue, well, it's definitely an issue, is that shooting a zombie in the head in Resident Evil does not just kill them. I mean, unless you blow their head off with a powerful enough round. They they kind of take random numbers of hits, particularly in the second one. I mean, you can... I've I've shot zombie a zombie like seven times. It finally falls over. It lays there for a little while, and then it gets back up. And then I shoot it a few more times. It falls over. Gets back up. Shoot a few more times. Falls over. Gets back up. And then some zombies you can shoot like three or four times, and they go down, and you pop a couple in there while they're down, and they don't get back up again. But I kind of like that. I like... I kind of... I mean, that's kind of part of the game is not knowing how many bullets is going to take uh and which is why you know a lot of the times like if you've got enough room you can just kind of like run around them because you can you know you can jog in that game ain't no zombies gonna be jogging jogging after you they are the classic slow type will they climb no they'll break it they'll break through windows sometimes um and they will one thing that's different from the original so the original resident evil games was like rooms and you would go into you'd open a door and it would be a loading screen and you would go into a different room so no enemies could pass between these areas uh at least not until the third game but in this one you you know alert a zombie and you run out your character will shut the door behind them and then you'll hear the zombie pounding on it and if you stay in the nearby area eventually the zombie will like break the door open and come out for you so yeah it's uh pretty it's pretty freaky but it's a great game i would i mean you know it's it's very old school game design by which i mean you know having to go and find this i gotta go find the 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 crank lever so that i can open this door but before i get the crank lever i gotta get the jewel to put in this statue's hand so it'll give up the lever but to get the jewel i have to go blah 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 uh that kind of run around fetch stuff but it's good stuff uh, and then I started up a game called Hollow Knight. This is a this game's been out a couple years. It is a it's a Metroidvania is the quickest way to say, but that means that it's a uh, kind of it's a two D side scroller type open world kind of game, sort of like uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night or the Metroid games where you you have a you have a map and you 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 acquire abilities that will give you access to you know other areas sometimes you'll pass by like you know kind of a classic trope of this kind of game is you run through a, an area and there is a ledge above you that you can clearly walk on but it's too high to jump to um and inevitably you will get a double jump and be able to go back to that area so it's very exploratory and whatnot it's uh you're a little bug of some sort i think i guess I don't know. It's 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 kind of it's it's cartoonish graphics. It's got a really cool artistic style to it. You're I thought you were like a 
a skeleton knight. I, I, yeah, kind of. I mean, you're like, it looks like you've got a little cartoon skull mask, or that's your head. I don't know. And then there's like a cloak off of you, and you're this little squat little creature. You're definitely tiny because the worlds you're running around are these insect worlds. You're like, you fight praying, praying mantises and wasps and spiders and flies and etc etc beetles and stuff like that um and it's all got a really cool art style to it i i I say cartoonish but i don't know anime was what almost make more sense um and you've pretty it's pretty simple as far as like you know you got a jump you've got a a sword that you can slash and you can slash like up or down or forward or whatever and then you acquire abilities and have fights it's 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 tough it's uh you know, it, it's it's definitely a game if you've played a lot of platformers and you're comfortable with your reflexes. Um, some of the boss fights are fairly tough, and it's it's uh, it's it's also kind of Dark Souls like, which is to say that so you 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 get these geodes when you kill enemies. That's kind of your currency. If you die, you leave the shade behind. And you lose all the geodes ever since you last saved and you go back to your save point. So then you have to like make your way back to where you died and then kill your shade form to get your geodes back. Um, and that's that's very Dark Souls. But uh, it's not near as hard as the Dark Souls games. When I, I, I've always been attracted to the look of this game. But every time I saw people talk about it, people would talk about how hard it was. And it's kind of hard to like, all right, I'm going to sit down and play this game that's going to make me mad. <laughs> but uh, I have not gotten, except for today, like I have not gotten real mad at the game. There are some really difficult platforming challenges, but they're almost always... Uh, extra stuff like extraneous it's never something you have to do to advance the storyline it's just like to get a little upgrade or something but um really 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 enjoying this game it's got a great atmosphere it's got a really like somber soundtrack um just really well designed great sound effects and whatnot um and then the other game uh there's a game called hades that you've probably seen people talk about because like it's one of those games that seems like everybody in the world has has uh, started playing and Hades is a a roguelike type game which is to say that um every time you die you restart back at this little hub area the the trope of, the trope of this game so there's a lot of games like Dead Cells and uh Rogue Quest that are you know considered roguelike games which is to say that it's randomly generated levels and when you die you go back to the beginning and you start over but you know, you kind of slowly get upgrades and abilities that make you more powerful each time you restart. So in this game, this is sort of like the first time a, a studio has tried to put a storyline behind that. So you're in Hades, you're in hell, uh, the Olympic version. You are the son of, well, the son of Hades, right? Because Hades is the is the lord of the underworld, I believe. Um, and you're trying to get out. And your dad is like, you're never going to get out of here. You know, this is where you live. Just stop trying. He wants to get out and go to the, be with the rest of the gods in Olympia. And so every time you want to go be with the rest of the gods, dad, yeah, pretty much God. you're like a, pretty much you're like a petulant teenager. I mean, he doesn't have, 
he's got a little bit of attitude. He's not, he doesn't have like a shitty attitude, he's, but he's, you know, he's definitely like the young up, upstart type character. Um, and as you die, the characters like back in the hub will like talk, like, well, they'll like reference that. They'll be like, oh, back again. Cause when you die, like you can't die because you're immortal. So you just like reappear back in the, the hub area. Um, and so then the characters will be like, oh, back again, huh? Well, you know, better luck, better luck next time. And there's like continuously new dialogue about this. Like your dad will make fun of you for, for trying to get out. Like, oh, there you go again. Well, did you have fun dying again? You know, basically like, uh, you, you know, you can just stop cause you're never going to get out of here. Um, so it's got some good writing that like makes it more entertaining when you, uh, I've heard people talk about the game. So I've, I'm on the first boss, um, Meg, Megan Megaris, I think her name is. Um, and once you beat her, every time you come back, she'll eventually she'll like learn tactics because you've beaten her enough so that she'll be better. Like she'll get more difficult. Um, so I like that conceit. Uh, and the way that game is, is, is it's a isometric type game kind of. Is there a map on this game? No, there is no map. So it looks very frustrating that way. Cause it just looks like you're running around. Well, the thing like, is, is it's, it's more, think of it more of like, uh, arena rooms. I just don't see. Oh, okay. so you're not, like, I don't see a, a path or anything. Right, you're, you're not backtracking taking. or anything. So, like, you go into an arena room. Enemies are there. You have to kill all the enemies. I mean, you do. It's very clear. And then you'll either have one or two exit doors, and the exit door will have a symbol on it that kind of tells you what kind of reward you'll get for going to that room. So then you go into the next room and you kill all the enemies there, and then you get some sort of reward either. There are these temporary buffs that'll make certain abilities more powerful. Um, you can get, you know, a chunk of health back. You can get some currency that you can use back at the back at your in your hub bedroom that will help. That'll make you better for each run. It's 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 a classic roguelike formula in that way it, that you're it, what go ahead. That you're where you're just, you know, you're, you're making, you're making quote runs at it and you're, you try to get further and further each time. And, um, it's, so would it be just like you're playing a barbarian in Diablo or something? Like, it's I mean, actually like, very similar to that. So yeah, like it's, you have an attack, you have a special move, you have a dash, which you usually use to just get out of the way of damage. And you have this other like spell thing where it's like this red gem that you can, it's hard to explain, but like you throw the red gem and it'll do something and you have to go re you have to go pick up the gem um, every time you, you want to use it again. And then so like you'll get boon, they call them boons from the Olympic gods um, where they'll actually like talk to you and say like, here, I grant you this boon to help you help you make your way out. And then that's a little temporary, you know, like f- plus 50 percent on the left hand side. Yes. So it might be like, like plus 50 percent. Little to your attack ability and it'll knock back foes, you know? And so those don't carry over between deaths, but oh. that's kind of how you, you kind of build. It's kind of like slay the spire. You're kind of like building out your character for this run. And back at the hub area, there are different weapons that you can use. Like you start with a, like a basic sword, I say basic, but a, a sword. And that's, that gives you your move sets. And then I pretty much immediately unlocked a bow and arrow that gave me, surprise surprise bow and arrow move sets like a spread shot and like a long shot and whatnot and so every time you go back 
You can spend some of this currency to try and unlock a new weapon. And then you can choose any of those weapons each time you want to make a run. So, um, yeah, it's, it's right up my alley. The, you know, the controls are nice and tight. Um, and playing this on switch, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. This was, uh, this is a switch purchase. This is definitely like a staying up too late while laying in bed, um, playing kind of thing. But, uh, yeah, enjoying that. It has has good art. Is there like cutscenes or anything like that in between levels? Not really. Mostly dialogue. Tons and tons of bits of dialogue. It looks like it maybe just pops up like a portrait of somebody and then like a dialogue window. Yes. Maybe. Yeah. And they will. It's got voice acting for everything they say, which is kind of nice. That's good. Good. Um, so yeah, I like I mean, my understanding is you'll kind of get to know the characters and there'll be a story that somewhat unfolds between every time you talk to them, you know, every time you come across them. Well, who's the love interest in this? I don't know. Uh, so far, nobody. I mean, uh, all the gods are represented. So Aphrodite, you know, she's kind of like, I mean, she, she grants you love. She's naked. She grants you. Oh yeah. Bonuses. You know, I don't. I don't think. Yeah, she, I'll give her a bonus. I, I think they. I think they flirt a little. Um, I'll give her a bonus. But there are there are a few characters that like. There's a character named Nyx that lives in Hades with them. Um, yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. This game will just, probably be more fun with co-op. I don't know why I say that. It just looks. Like I don't it know. Be... It's pretty busy. <laughs> Well, that's what I'm saying. It would probably be like a lot. It would probably be a lot less busy, or like it would be. I don't know. I think when I th- when I see these type of games here, it looks like there's enough room for you to have several people running around hacking and slashing, and like I don't know. I think it'd be uh, it'd be a lot of fun to play that game with you know friends or something. It could be. Uh, again, I mean, like, what, what it's one of those about? games where you don't you don't heal a lot. So it's 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 very important that you avoid as much damage as possible. Um, yeah, they don't. Which I'm not as big a fan of. I like like so for Hollow Knight, you you have a a system where as long as you're like killing enemies, you're getting this this the soul the soul juice back, and you can use that to heal, which is nice. Uh, Hades, like I just I just got an ability that gives me a little bit of health at the end of every room which is really nice because otherwise there's not a lot of opportunities to heal, but that's just, that's part of it. So all that is to say that you got to be, it's one of those games where you got to be more concerned about not taking damage than doing damage. Okay. Is this game also on PC? Do you know? Yes. In fact, it was, uh, it started on PC. It was, uh, it was one of the games back on the Epic Game Store came out that was announced as being Epic Game Store exclusive. And it was in uh, early access. Um, and they've worked on it and worked on it since then. I think it's on Steam now. I don't. I guess I don't really know. And then uh, the, what, the last thing I wanted to talk about is there is a, this is kind of funny, but there's a game called uh, Kenshi, K-E-N-S-H-I. I'd never heard of this game before, but I saw, I found out about it on Reddit and it's one of those games that like one dude has been working on for 10 years, kind of like Dwarf Fortress or well, Minecraft back in the day. Um, And it's, it's an open world, randomly generated post apocalyptic, post apocalyptic game, kind of like 
Fallout. You, it's one of those games that tries to simulate a whole lot of things. So you start with a character that has like, like you can get hurt, has like a head health meter and like a chest health meter and a left arm health meter and a right arm health meter. And like your arm can get hurt so bad that you can't use it. Or like your leg can get hurt so bad that you're like crawling around. You can be knocked unconscious, which may put you into a healing coma or you may start bleeding out. Anyway, it's, it's like you've got all this, like these different armor parts you can wear and then you can start recruiting other people to your little group. And I described as an open ended squad based RPG. Yeah. You, there's mining you can do. There are like bandits that are constantly roaming around outside of the cities, which are the only like these, these tiny little like safe settlements that have guards that will like, if you get, and I'm saying all this to say that I have not even played this game because I heard about it. And I was like, that sounds fascinating because I heard about how difficult it is. Like your character can like be enslaved uh, or, you know, just like sold off to somebody. Like, it's just, it's just really fascinating to see what someone came up with. You know, it's, it's doesn't have near the best graphics in the world. It looks like a game from about 15 years ago, but yeah. you know, I like, I like the ideas of this game. So what happened is I was looking at videos of it on YouTube and I found this, uh, this guy that is doing a playthrough He's called, uh, Mathis. Um, and he does the, he's, he's basically like started from, from the beginning of the game with this one character and has like slowly built up his squad. And eventually you can move out and build a settlement of your own. It's got like, it's got now wall. Your squad, is it, is it with other people or is it AI? It's AI. Well, it's AI that you control. So you can take control of any member of your party at any time and like tell them to do specific things like go mine this ore or attack this target or, you know, and then you can give them like job uh, sort of like program them so you can be like, okay, your main duty is to heal anybody that gets hurt. And then secondarily, you're going to go mine. Um, and then that, that, that little AI person character will like just automatically do that until you tell it to do something else. Um, and as, I don't know that there's any limit to the number of squads. The guy I'm watching, he's got like probably 25 people at this point. And he's got like this settlement you could put in you can build walls and gates. It's got a robust like um, fortress building system with, you can put turrets in places and spotlights. There's like power generation and farming and all these. So it's sort of like state of decay in a way. I don't know. It's fascinating to watch. Like I'm on the verge of trying to play it, but it's one of those things that it's not, you know, exactly user-friendly. So I'm more than happy to watch this guy. I like his personality. He kind of like, He's he kind of like narrates it like the characters have a story like they have like you know personalities and whatnot so it's it's pretty enjoyable it's it's you know I can't I can't bring myself to sit down and watch a goddamn television show but I've watched you know easily forty hours of this guy playing his, his fucking Kenji building and that, that part of that is because like I can watch it for five minutes and then turn it off yeah. you know and pick up re pick up yeah. or I can sit there and watch like two hours straight or you know have it on in the background while I'm setting my waiver wires or whatever. So anyway, I, I, I highly recommend people looking up this game. If you, if you're the type of person who's like, boy, I like PC gaming. They don't make games like they used to, where you can like really build your own story or do whatever you want. You know, like the fallout type games where you can really kind of like explore a world. If you, if you 
you know, if the idea of games like Dwarf Fortress or Eve Online interest you, check out Kenshi. I think it's a really interesting it makes, game. It makes me think of like, um, what's that? Mountain whatever? Mountain Blade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great. I mean, another game I haven't played, but I've read a lot about. <laughs> Uh, yeah, totally. It's it's a it's it's a game who, where you who kind of that somebody on Twitter like says is that uh, casual slacks was a uh, mountain blade guy. I'm pretty sure. Um, but yeah, because you can like there's all kinds of things that you can do. You know, it's it's one of those games where there's no storyline. It's the storyline you decide. Like he's kind of like this guy is building out. Like he decides. So early on, you get attacked by hungry bandit raids of hungry bandits and and dust bandits. Um, you know, early on, they will just annihilate you immediately because it's like four or five dudes and you. So that's the other thing is you've everybody's got skills like there's like 40 different skills that you can upgrade your your way through. And the way you upgrade it is by doing it. So, um, you know, fighting will upgrade your your fighting skill. Um, and, you know, he he kind of built up his team and eventually like because there's like a base where the dust boss lives and he you know, like upgraded all his people and got him to a point where he could raid the the dust base and it will actually like show on the map. Like this place has been wiped out. So, you know, it's, it's really interesting. Uh, I recommend I people say, checking it out. Uh, the reshader makes the game look a lot better. Oh yeah. These pictures I'm seeing. Yeah. It makes sense that there'd be some good, good mods for it. It makes it look more like uh borderlands. Oh, okay. So it gives kind of a cell shaded look. Yeah, that's cool. Which the playing graphics for it are pretty bad. It looks like I yeah, mean, not... yeah. Like I said, it looks like a game so, from like 2005. <laughs> yeah, but I, I know that there's more people working on it now. But because I, I read the history and it was just this guy, just like in his spare time, was just like programming. You know, clearly had the passion and the love building this game out on his own. Eventually, he did well enough and had enough had got a Patreon set up. And was able to hire a few people to help him out with it. So who knows what the fucking game was like in the original. <laughs> but it's it's impressive the amount of things that you can do in that game. And, and like systems it keeps up with. Oh man. Uh, yeah, that thing's 30 bucks on Steam. That's that's not bad. I, I figured it would be. Oh really? You think that's expensive? I mean. I mean. For what it's it a, looks like, a, well, yeah, like like I said, it's it's a game that you don't you don't judge by its by its cover. Can you at least? I guess I feel like on that. I mean, it did. Oh, this says ninety. It had in March of twenty twenty. It had a ninety three percent positive reviews for it. Yeah, it's it's one of those games that if you're if, if the people that are into it are really into it. Interesting. I guess people like uh, like Rust. If you like Rust, yeah, it's kind of Rust like. I mean, it's harsh, right? It's one of those games yeah. that does not give a fuck about. You are not the hero. You are not the chosen one in this world. <laughs> you will just as uh, easily what? get. I mean, it's actually not as hard as I expected it when I originally read about it because, like, every time he's been quote unquote killed by somebody, they don't ever like kill your character outright. They don't take all your stuff. At, at most, they'll like take all your food off of you. Um, so, you know, and most of the time you're not going to be like dying out as long as you've got a few first aid kits on you, you can kind of get people up and get them back. And then you just, uh, even if, and people will get like injuries that you can't first aid up, but then you just tell them to sleep for a while. (laughs) 
and you can like speed up you could pause at any time so like as soon as you initiate combat you can be like okay here's what i want to happen you just pause it and then you can like speed it up to four times so it's kind of like the sims in that way or dragon age all right anything else nope that's it watch you didn't watch anything else you didn't uh not really i mean no new tv shows i don't rewatched the 2004 dawn of the dead yeah it's a good movie still a good movie it was a great movie yeah the only good good movie uh... Zack snyder's ever made (laughs) oh wow wow i mean i thought you liked this x-men he didn't do an x-men wait who am i thinking of uh i I don't know brian Brian singer brian singer yeah Yeah, he did the first and second x-men I didn't really like those, but whatever. You didn't like the the, uh, first two X-Men movies? I mean, I don't know. I wasn't a big fan of them. I don't remember. I don't remember why I wasn't a big fan of them. You, me, and Jeremy went to see uh, the first X-Men movie in 2000. Damn, did we? I don't even. (laughs) And Little Rock. Yeah, that's when. That's before I stopped watching the superhero movies because there were too many of them. That was back when it was still like, oh my god, they made a movie of uh, comic books, look at And it's not crappy like the 80s Spider-Man movie. Uh, okay. Um, I'm playing Genshin Impact. No! Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, <it's, laughs> How's that going? Uh, I should, uh, it's going good. They just released uh, this past yesterday. They pushed out patch 1.1. It, it gave a little bit more storyline to it. Okay. Um, and they've changed up a little bit of stuff, but they still got a lot of ways to go. Um, I think they, they just have, they got to put a lot more content in there. Uh, if you're a diehard person, if you're playing it, you know, several hours a day, you're probably already at the point where it's just like, okay, I guess I'll just log in for like a few minutes and do my stuff and that's it because you hit a peak and there's no, there's no story content and there's, you know, you're not progressing that fast with your characters anymore. So it's almost like you get to that level. Yeah. Gotcha. It's almost like, um, level 40 for classic. Wow. You know, like level one through 30 or level one through 40, were going pretty fast for you. you Right. Like, but then you start getting in those forties and fifty, and you're like, Oh my God, it's going to take me like two days just to get one level. That's not even going to be good. Or, Instead of this, it's going to take you a week now to get a, a level for your, your character. I mean, granted, your levels don't really mean much uh, for you personally once you get to a point. It just affects like what drops in the world. But anyways, uh, I'm playing Genshin Impact. Uh, there's been a lot of moment uh, momentum behind uh, people dropping it and people... Uh, pushing, you know, that it's a gotcha system and the rates are bad and all this kind of stuff. What did for you just do characters. that made you like twice as loud? Did I do something? It did, yeah, it sounded like you something clicked. Yeah, it clicked, and then you got loud. Like I could hardly hear you, um, and then something clicked, and now I can hear you fine. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I might have accidentally touched the cable or something. Maybe I don't know. Weird. Um, but anyways, yeah, uh, 
Yeah, so I mean, there's. I, I will warn people like, if you don't know what a gotcha game is, it's basically you paying money to try to get new things in the game. Uh, it's basically and you uh, don't have to do that usually. You don't know, but if you no, don't, you you. I mean, you you'll it'll have to be a slow right. Be yeah, slower. it'll be a slow process. You you still get you get in game currency f- that you would get if you paid for it. It's just going to be a lot lot slower. Um. You're basically, and yeah, it's so. And there's also stuff that makes you want to like pay money towards it, like a monthly, a monthly thing that gives you more rewards, or um, uh, they have a thing called a battle pass in it, which lasts for forty days, and like it's free, so you get like all these rewards on the top row for free, but there's these better rewards on the bottom row. That you get if you pay ten dollars for the forty days. Ah, uh, so um, and that's just a leveling system. So as you progress throughout those forty days, you level up and you get the rewards for each level. But I mean, you know, gameplay wise, it's really fun. Um, but yeah, I'm playing Genshin Impact. That's about it. Uh, I watched the Unicorn, which I just tweeted about yesterday. It was a CBS show. It was a it's a sitcom drama i guess or whatever i don't know how you i don't know what makes something a sitcom and what doesn't make something a sitcom nowadays um to me if it's filmed with a studio audience which i guess nothing's filled with the studio audience these days (laughs) i mean you know like a laugh track yeah i mean it's not i think anything that is and if the characters are ridiculous because like Arrested Development to me is a sitcom, even though there's no yeah. laugh track. I don't think it has to be a laugh track or audience or anything. It's just, I mean, it's short for situational comedy, right? So, I mean, true. It has, I mean, I think it's just based on the genre that it's in. So, I guess, yeah, I guess it's a sitcom. Um, but it's just about a guy who's a, a widower. Uh, he's been a, a widower for a year. He has a couple daughters. And he's he's referred to as the unicorn because he's like what women would want because he's like a guy that shows that he's responsible and everything because he's got kids and you know he was married for so long so he's like to a to a you know a, a woman for like 15 years or something like that you know 20 years or something so so he's considered the unicorn in a in the relationship standpoint but uh it's just about him and you know all these people his friends and then it's just one of those shows that makes it seem like you're like, like life is you always staying in communication with people. Like, like you're always going over to people's houses. Like, it's not like, like, I don't know anybody that does that. I don't know anybody that's like, I mean, uh, do you mean like the way shows have like people that are friends, they just show up at each other's houses to talk yeah. about things. Yeah. 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 Eh, I know what you like, mean. It, that always seems. I mean, you know, e- either that's unbelievable or like, I mean, good for people that have, I guess, that kind of relaxed going and hanging the out. Id- idealization of adulthood, you know? Right, right. Uh, it also feels the, like more of like a bigger city. Uh, yeah, like well, this lifestyle is based on Rawling. No, it's a it's North, city. North Carolina. I, I mean, yeah, I mean, but it's not like you not needing a car to get around sure, city. Sure. 
but uh anyways yeah it's a good i enjoyed it first season uh i burned through that in a couple of days and uh which was like 18 episodes uh, three or four days i guess and is walter goggins the main character is he the unicorn yeah he's the main guy okay that and, that uh, kind of surprised me because when you when you when you talked about like oh the the show is about this like super eligible attractive bachelor like <laughs> i mean i like walter goggins i think he's a really interesting looking dude and also you know like i'm heterosexual but i don't i don't i don't think he's not who i would think of for that role right but i'm into right. i'm into the fact that they went that way with it <laughs> i mean but you may know you may be thinking of walter you may be thinking of him from other roles perhaps true where he, mean, leans, like if, where he leans into the, the googly crazy. gangliness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, I mean, I think if you watch like the first episode, oh, it's Walt like, Goggins. What the fuck? I just had a Berenstein bears moment. It's not Walter. It's Walton. Walt. Is it not Walton? Walton. Yeah. Walton. I'm saying it like a fucking Walton. alien. But. <laughs> well, that or like, like it's some kind of, Chinese dish. Walton. <laughs> Did you have that Walton? Walton Goggins. Hmm. I'll, yes, I'll have the, Wal- the Walton Goggins side dish. Uh, give me a little side side piece of that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that I mean, like, and his smile, man. Like, that guy has, like, yeah. had work done on his, on his teeth. Man. <laughs> he, is. he definitely missed his moment to be the Joker. Oh, man. Or he's got some, or some character like that. Some, yeah, some character that smiles a lot. Maybe he can be Junkrat in the Overwatch movie. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, it's got it's a, a really gigantic forehead. <laughs> like seriously, I'm looking at it and like never noticed. Holy fuck, it's really big. I mean, Hairlines a lot of it is because his hairline is way the hell up there. <laughs> anyway. Anyways, yeah, I, I recommend watching that. It's a good show. Um, and I obviously love, uh, what is it? Uh, Baron? Is that the guy's name? Who? Gordy? Gordy? Gordry? Uh, is this another character from this show? No, yeah, he's he, oh, he's an actor. He's in there. Actor, I mean. Um, yeah. Gordry? Rob Cordry? Rob Cordry. Yeah, Cordry. Yeah, you would, you know I recognize him. this guy. He's, he's definitely oh, yeah. one of those guys that I, I, I couldn't have told you who the, the his name, but I've definitely seen him and stuff. Yeah, he is. Uh, he was on like I think there's Children's Hospital was the name of the Adult Swim show, mm-hmm. which he I don't know. He played like a doctor. It was awful. Um, and Omar Benson Miller. Yeah, who both looks like Forrest Whitaker. Both of those guys played in Ballers, which I thought was funny. I always like it when people come back together to work on other projects. So yeah. Uh, but anyways, yeah, highly recommend that show. Uh, watch that. Uh, trying to think of what else I've watched. I know I've watched some other stuff. Let's look here. I don't think Hulu has like does Hulu have does Hulu have like a history like what you've been watching let's see here i don't think so unwatched in my stuff i see that 
Um, I keep at. Are you like me? Do you keep adding stuff to cues? Oh, yeah. Never actually touching your cue. I feel like there's probably some theorem someone could come up with, which is that the more things you add to a cue, the less likely you are to get to any of it. Probably. It's, I know uh, yeah. Net- Netflix has like a just a play something button. Oh, yeah. Ooh. That's a that's a Russian roulette I'm not interested in. <laughs> I don't know if it would play something out of my queue. All right. That would make sense. Or does it play it out of like things it thinks you would be into, you know? Yeah. The recommendations area. Hmm. The mind reels. Uh, let's see. Netflix, Netflix. I started watching, uh, I watched Ava. I rented that. I had like a Google play, uh, 99 cent movie. It's a movie, uh, stars. AVA or AVA. AVA stars. Some girl that's a riot coming up. Oh, Jessica Chastain. Oh, yeah, I looked this movie up recently because there was someone made a comment on Reddit that was like, oh, good. Maybe Jessica Chastain will be, get back to making good movies. And I was like, has she been in bad movies? And so then I looked up the movies she's been in and they all had really low scores on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, did they, I don't know what ones. that's in there. One called Stone or something she's in or. Uh, I think it's on Netflix. Let me see here. Yeah, I don't know. Jessica. What was it? Jessica. Jessica Chastain. Let's see. Molly's game. Uh, Molly. Uh, I don't know. I kind of wanted to watch that. Molly. It's about her like setting up like a casino type. Thing yeah. That seemed like an interesting story. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, anyways. Um, but yeah, I watched that. It was, it was okay. It was all right. I like, uh, I like, uh, I like action movies with female protagonists. I don't remember what, Sorry. Explain to me protagonist. Hero. Protagonist is the good guy. Antagonist yeah. okay. is the bad well, guy. Te- I dare you to drink it. No, dare you to drink it. Te- technically not like, it doesn't have to be the hero so much as it is the like main character that you're rooting for. So like Walter White is the protagonist of Breaking Bad, even though he's ultimately a villain. <laughs> okay. So yeah. All right. He's just trying uh, to help his family, man. <laughs> I, I'm looking through my queue here on Netflix, and I realize, yeah, I don't. I, I'll never go back to Cobra Kai. Probably. Mm. I just, I just, I just don't. I just, I'm done with that. Like it just, I, I've stopped on. It looks like I stopped on season two, episode two, or episode three would be my next one. I just, I just can't deal with that. I'm done with it. Like it was just bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I need to get to some of this stuff here in my queue. Ugh. 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 Whatever. Um, are you keeping up with Great British Breaking Show? I see they're coming out every week. Have not. We will probably dig into that at some point. Once it finishes, of course. Uh, yeah, more likely. Yeah. <laughs> now that now that they're bringing them piecemeal bullshit. I guess it's better because they're they're airing them like immediately, so, you know, if you wanted to watch it yeah. sooner than later, you know. Well, they got to go through translation, you know. Right. They got to right. get that. Sub- 
I wonder if they do. I wonder. Uh, I like the idea of them getting because isn't there isn't there like a Scottish or Irish dialect? I don't know. Uh, I know there's accents that are so thick that I, I like the idea of them getting one that's on there. But I wonder if the actual British people would be able to understand them. Is it just Americans who can't? It's like Scott. There's a there's a Scottish Twitter Reddit, and it's always people typing in that Scottish like heavy scottish dialect and uh i usually have trouble understanding it <laughs> written, you, written you, out written out i'm not even gonna right i'm not even gonna you, write out that? you'd have to look you'd have like canna you know like c-a-n-n-a <laughs> stuff like that but like every word in the sentence <laughs> usually they're lopping off consonants all right uh okay uh random thoughts random thoughts i've had uh who thought the corn chip was an ideal form uh that that chip had to predate any dips you mean specifically the frito corn chip yeah the frito yeah yeah like like, that is not a dip no it's you know i've definitely yeah we've all tried to dip with them and it is folly (laughs) it's like that is like when you're like, I got cheesed up, but I mean, we'll work with it. Right. Usually there is when you, when you put it in a bowl or yep. something right? you, and you try to pour it over. Yep. Yep. That's usually, that's usually what I do. I'm just going to mix this together yeah. and just eat it like cereal. <laughs> eat my nacho, my nacho cheese dip cereal. Here. <laughs> yeah. Plus Fritos. So like, uh, here's the deal. Frito chips. I never really liked them. Um, but they are awesome in a homemade taco salad. So like if you're having taco salad at home, throw some Fritos in there, you get that saltiness. Otherwise though, I tried to eat them with dip, just like you were, like you were just talking about like two weeks ago. And I was like, holy fuck, these are salty. (laughs) Like they need to be salty. That's the kind of, you know, it's a salty snack. Wow. They're too salty. They're really salty. Yes. It's ridiculous. But they're good with nacho dip. I mean, like I like a good scoop. Yeah, yeah. I like a Frito scoop. I'm a I'm a I'm a flour I'm a flour tortilla chip kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. When it comes to yeah. that, or corn. I don't mind a corn yeah. tortilla chip. Yeah, like a, as long as it's just a tortilla chip, right? Yeah, none of this bullshit. I'm trying. To, I like uh, I like the Mission because they did like a kind of a they're they're a rectangle mm-hmm. chips. Yes, so you feel like they're like, like the a ribbons, better kind of. Yeah, yeah, you feel like they're a better dip yes. than like a fucking triangle. Who fucking come up with a triangle cut? Like that's way too much for your mouth, man. You always always feel like you got to break that well, in half. Yeah, but like, and you dip a you dip a point into the dip, and you're like, well, yeah, I got some dip on there, but it's a point. Yeah, yeah. and then and and you and you can't like just like dip it the other way. That doesn't usually got, work. You know, I got the top part of the triforce. I agree. Covered in cheese. I agree, Matt. Can I get the, the other parts? The rectangle shape shape is supreme. Second to that would be the circular uh, shape. Uh, Those work okay. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, the triangles. And I'm not, I'm not a fan of the Tostitos cup ones, you know? Yeah. Because I mean, like. I agree. I mean, I get what you're trying to accomplish. Mm-hmm. But I don't like the the star shape that you got going on. Right. There. I don't need that much in my chip. Yeah. That's like, that's a yeah. bowl 
for my, for yeah. dip. You know what those are? I will say though that when you the ones that are like broken half, that's a good that's a good that's dipper. a good chip. That's a good that's, that's a good, good dip chip. and chip right there. A broken half, yeah, <laughs> Tostitos bowl chip. <laughs> That'll work. Well, it's like uh, it's like the Frito. Like I said, the Frito scoop to me is the ideal chip shape. Yeah, but bigger. Like, but but you know, my, not so much the 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 what the consistency of it. You know, you don't want right. the like you said the 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 salty corn chip. It's salty. They're also really thick. You know, like a nice, oh, I like a thin, nice yeah. thinner. I mean, that's you know, thin. you know me. I like a thicker tortilla chip sometimes. But the Frito, yeah. that, that's a that's a, a that's a hefty. Yeah, that's a chalky boy, as they say on the yeah. internet. Yeah. <laughs> that's a chunky salty boy. But yeah, Frito pies. That was probably why ch- Frito chips were made. You know, one hundred percent. And it is. Yeah, they are perfect with, with some chili and some cheese. Mm-hmm. Jennifer got a uh, a uh, chili cheese dog. Um, you know, and it was uh, and it was, was, was it was this, it was, was a chili. Huh? Was this at like a on the road on the side? Of, no, uh, this was uh, this was not at part? Sonic or anything. This is at a local restaurant that we've been trying out um and of course it's like chili dog and then you know cheese optum optional and we both agreed that like no it's not (laughs) you know like what are you doing why why would they even make that optional i mean i guess you could have a chili i mean a chili dog it would probably be pretty good i I feel like i've probably had one at some point but i couldn't tell you I, i i i'm pretty sure Always going for the cheese. Well, maybe you're lactose intolerant, man. Yeah. Well, the good news for that is it's not really cheese. So, <laughs> but yeah, uh, it totally made me uh, nostalgic, though. But I didn't expect it. But the way they packaged it, I was like, "Holy fuck!" I used to get these from uh, Sonic all the time. I tell you, like to me, the best the best dog I've ever had was on a uh, from a, a street cart vendor in New Orleans. Oh yeah. Like one of my favorite memories of me and my grandpa going, we went to the uh, aquarium down there in New Orleans. Then we went outside and there was a street and I was like, oh, I want one of these. Like, Because to me, it's an experience, you know, we don't have that shit. Right, anywhere. right. You know, right. It's always something you saw in a movie, yep. you know, where you're in New York. Or Usually in New York. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, some metropolitan area. They're like, hey, you want to get a hot dog? Let me get, get a, a hot dog. Hey, let me get a dog. Yeah. Extra onion. Yeah, let me get a dog. Dog with some mustard, uh, some uh, relish. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, I was like, that was like to me, that was like the best like experience ever yeah. is to get like a steamed hot dog because like you know that's their business, you know they got to be good at that, right? That's yeah. their thing. Uh, I will say that I think well, that is a perfect example I, of how circumstance can make something taste better. That is true. Yeah, and also I was young. It's the, yeah. Oh yeah. Well yeah. yeah. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck I'm eating. You know, yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> everything's great to me because I'm a kid experiencing it for the first time. Hey, I ain't gonna tell him I ain't changed the water in a week and a half. Yeah, yeah. The water. Yeah, you want a dog? I get you a dog. Here you go. There you go, kid. There you go. Have a good day. That's like in Philadelphia when you go to the Philly cheesesteak place. They won't take your order unless you say it exactly like they have it written on the board. Mm. Either you have know. to say one wit or one wit out. And that's had, whether you uh, want onions or not, and they won't had, accept anything else. I had Charles order mine for me <laughs> uh, when I was up there with him, uh, and like I gotta say, I wasn't impressed. Ooh, I told him, I told him that I was all like, 
And I ate it. I was like, I was expecting something else, you know? I, was, I guess I was expecting like a... Uh, I wasn't expecting there to be like nacho cheese on top of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Uh, yeah. I, yeah. Uh, well, I think the... The problem was I didn't. I should have went with the provolone. I think they yes. offered provolone. Yes, always, always go with the provolone. And, and I, that was, I think, my mistake. Yeah. Well, you know, you wanted the you wanted the classic, and it is classic yeah. with the big glob of cheese whiz on it. Yeah. There's a there's a Philly che- there's a place that's famous for Philly cheesesteak in uh, Seattle that we've been to a few times, but they've got all kinds of great sandwiches. And yeah, you can get the cheese whiz if that's what you're if that's what you want, but. You know, we've we more often than not have gotten the provolone on there or I just get like like their meatball marinara is incredible. You know, that's the thing is like Philly cheesesteak. Yeah, that's all right. It's a, it's a perfectly good sandwich. I'll take me some hot pastrami or a Reuben. I just like some, you know, I'd rather I some... have just a steak and cheese from Subway. <laughs> yeah, I, just like, I, just, I just like some steak with some, you know, grilled onion, grilled peppers. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And a cheese, a real cheese, preferably. Yeah. yeah. Heat it up, you know, good toast or something. Mm. I don't know. Mm. Delicious. Yes. Uh, I think it would be funny to put a device in a car so that it detects when a gas nozzle is put in and lets out a moan. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> you like could a, totally uh, do that, but I'd be careful uh, with the sensor you choose. I think it'd just be funny, like you're going to fill up your gas tank. It goes, ah. Oh. <laughs> <You know? laughs> <Jesus Christ. laughs> it makes like porn sounds basically you know, as, you, it, as you take it put it in and out oh my god gas filler filler up oh that'd be even better because in oregon uh it's you can't pump your own gas every gas station has an attendant so <laughs> so fucking retarded new jersey was like that and then they changed it and people were like i don't know what to do yeah. I mean, I don't blame people for being like, oh, you know, if you've never done it before. But it seems, yeah, it's it's, and, it's, it's is- and every time we go down there, we forget. Like, I'll hop out of the car and be like, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Get all annoyed about it. Just squeeze the handle. Just squeeze the handle. You could put an optical sensor. It probably wouldn't explode. Just run the wire. There's usually a hole. Run the wires under the car. There's usually a hole. Yeah. There's <laughs> usually a hole. <laughs> you know, you know, it's kind of crazy that Hollywood has yet to make a Gremlins movie. Like Remember a new how one? popular the merchandise was? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, it's just crazy to me. Like, think of like they haven't re- like what just just like I think that was a Steven Spielberg movie, wasn't it? It was produced. He was like he had a okay. he had a hand in it. The problem, Matt, is I think that unfortunately, like the people, the, the public at large, America at large, has moved beyond goofier movies like that. You know, like We've the beyond puppets. It's got to be computer animated or dumb. Well, Gremlins wasn't goofy, right? The first one uh, wasn't. Yeah, no, it was. It was pretty goofy. I mean, it, it wasn't was it? over the top goofy, but it wasn't like the electric Gremlin, right? For sure, right? But yeah. To me, two was goof- goofy. Totally one goofier. Was more, You're right. One was more like... The guy's inventions were playful, just like... Playful horror, I guess? I don't know. Like, yeah. But that's the problem. Like, that's exactly what seems to never quite sell these days, is like playful horror. Well, I'm not, so, The Mandalorian is back. And I feel like they've made it twice as goofy as it was last season. Oh, really? Like, just... 
stuff where like yeah. everything falls but one and then you have to wait for it wait for it and there it goes mm. yeah i just i was wondering how much of season two was uh was uh what uh what's the word i'm looking for uh when something is influenced uh, I was wondering how much season two was influenced by the popularity of baby Yoda in the first one, you know, there's supposedly- parts where they show baby Yoda and it's like, there's no reason to do that. Yeah. But, uh, but supposedly season two was already written and everything before season one, even aired. the second episode. It's hilarious. I haven't watched it. I don't know. So. Like, like it's hilarious, but I don't, no, I mean, I guess they made it hilarious, but I feel like it shouldn't be this funny. But you got the first Star Wars is like super freaking corny, so true. That was a trash kind of compactor. Goes right? back to that. It was a trash compactor, right? That was what? part of it. Yeah, that's in the trash. Yes, compactor? yeah, that's in the first Star Wars. You mean the fourth Star Wars? <laughs> Yes. Uh, if your if your if your handheld mixer breaks, you could simply use the whisk with an electric drill. Yes. Oh. Yeah, I guess you could. Huh? Yeah, you could just you could just like pop it in there and be like, all right, well, I just huh. just use this as a whisk as a blender now, I guess, or a handheld. Mixer. I definitely feel like something I would see on a Alton Brown's Good Eats. <laughs> Uh, our, my handheld mixer broke, guys, so I just got to go out to the garage real quick and get my drill. Uh, I feel like WTF and AF were just acronyms made up so kids could curse without getting in trouble. What? I feel like WTF oh. and AF were just acronyms made up so kids could curse Without getting in trouble. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know. A few weeks ago, Seth was like WTF, and I was like, "What?" And he's like, "What the freak?" And I'm like, "That is not what it stands for. <laughs> you can't, you can't try to make it not what it stands for." <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I feel, I feel like in a way that's what it's evolved into, but it's, it's definitely came from people being lazy typing on online, <laughs> just oh, like yeah. LOL. Well, I'm just thinking, like, I wonder, uh, I wonder if like Christians use it, you know? <laughs> what the faith? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, are they trying to like look? I didn't curse. All right, I said an acronym. We all seen right? that. Uh, but you were cursing in your heart. Those funny text messages where the lady like sends the message. She's like, "Your uncle died." LOL. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Old people Facebook is one of my favorite thought- subreddits. I thought it meant lots of love. I gotta, I gotta tell everybody. I gotta apologize to like everybody now. My favorite in the one of the most common is that they think that the crying laughing emoji is the crying emoji. So yeah. they'll be like, uh, "Bob died. Bob passed this morning." <laughs> the background of the crying <laughs> laughing emojis on Facebook, <laughs> <laughs> or they forget to change it and they had like the poop emoji up. Poop emoji. Oh shit! Uh, if someone used a can of dog food in a stew, do you think you could tell? I think I think so. Depends like, on the dog food. If it's that Alpo that has the little chunks of bone in it, I could tell. Oh, if it's oh, the stew I mean, meat looking one, 
I don't yeah, know. That's what I'm saying. Like I give, I give like, what's uh, the difference between that and Dinty Moore beef stew? Yeah. I give my dog, I give my dog, you know, some canned food and he's like, I'm like, what's the difference between this and like Campbell's chunky, you know, like I'm looking at it and I'm all like this, this looks exactly the same. And it kind of <laughs> smells the same. And I'm like, well, but does it taste the same? I mean, there's only one way to me. find out, man. You can, you, you, if you were watching me, it'd be me slowly raising right, a spoon. Right, right. Like, like uh... but does it taste You start the with, same? like, you, you're like pouring it and you get a little on your finger and you're like, hmm. Mm. I mean, it's the same way I do when I ejaculate, right? Exactly. I mean, women around the world are eating this all the time. Yeah, it's protein. <laughs> That's my protein. That's mine. <laughs> what? No. Protein <laughs> shake. That's a protein shake right there. <laughs> Dude, didn't I tell you? I was reading an article and this guy oh, was God, like, How does this relate? What is this? What? <laughs> the guy was like, I'm, I'm trying to build muscle. Can I drink my own semen for protein? And they're like, why would you do that? It's just, you're losing it and then putting it back. You get, he's like, I just want it to be natural. So I just want to use my own. And they're like, no, that it doesn't work like that. Like, look, man, if you want to eat your semen, you don't <laughs> yeah. need to ask permission. Like, my thing, like, you do your own thing, that's, buddy. If that's what you're looking my, for, then yes, it's okay with us. Thing, hold up. My thing is that the argument is like, it's coming out of you, and you're just putting it back in. So the argument would be: So should I get somebody else's? <laughs> like, yes, you need yeah. to be drinking every that morning. Would, <laughs> that would be additive. Two eggs, some some berries, <laughs> eight ounces of semen. Look, if, if, they, if they're selling, if they're selling, you know, oh, wow. women's breast milk. Right. Now I'm curious: Can you bake a cake out of that? You know, can you uh, substitute? Can you use human breast milk in I don't, cooking? Mm, I feel like it's too watery. Yeah, I wonder. Because the I mean the makeup is is significant. I don't know. I mean, let's I, check Yahoo I answers. Someone's bound there to has to be. <laughs> there has to be. What is Babby? There has to be uh, like a website out there, right? For that, like I mean, Just especially like breast milk recipes. Because ah, breast milk recipe: how to make a breast milk <laughs> smash cake. <laughs> there you go. Here's one: I cooked with breast milk for a week, and this is what happened. <laughs> I cooked for for a week. <laughs> Like, was it so? Like on the first day, they were like, "Not bad." That's all right. Like, well, I mean, then, it's not like if you eat a cake, you can taste the milk in it. I don't know. Can you? No. Is it part of the taste? Ah, here's the one that says, "I mean, don't give your one-year-old a breast milk birthday cake." Why? Mom, I got, I got, mom reveals she used breast milk in bake sale brownies. Oh my oh, god! Man. That's like one of those. <laughs> That's one of those almost like giving people lactate almost, you know, yeah, like right. how do you like my brownies? Do you, do you, were they pretty good? Oh man, they taste so like, good. Hey, you, you know, all those hamburgers you know, I brought you, that was the guy that lived upstairs. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That was your dad. It's a little different, but <laughs> <laughs> made with mo- mother's love. 
<laughs> mother's milk. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just you know, I mean, and I'm I'm now I'm curious, like, what's the what's the drop off from good milk to bad? You know, not usable to not usable. You know, like what mammals? Right. And we take milk from and use that's a good question because the other thing is that like you know the milk we use is not straight out of the cows right no it's not it's not pasteurized pasteurized, right so what is i don't know enough about pasteurization i don't even want to i don't i can't even imagine what fresh milk tastes like like you gotta imagine it's grassy right yeah it it probably has some kind of er, or like some kind of taste to it that is not good well like probably like farm cow milk is grassier yeah. right because they just eat a bunch of grass okay yeah, i can't yeah. i'm i you know i gotta say i'm i'm kind of curious about human breast milk like oh, does Lord. it well does you, it get, you try it you let us no, know i'm just saying does it like does it does it get like a flavor from like what the mother eats you know, does like if a mom ate like a lot of fruits, would it have a sweeter taste to it than if she ate, you know, vegetables and, you know, she just stayed off of like, I don't know, sugary if, things. if she eats crack, it, it's got that in it. It's got that that crack taste to it. I guess. I bet I the baby would be all over it then. I'm just curious, you know, those kind of natural, natural things to me are like, oh, I wonder, you know, that's. That's some of the weird shit I would have tested in the Nazi camp. That's good. Like to know. Thinking, That's good to know. Well, that you contemplated <laughs> what you would test in the Nazi camp. <laughs> I'm just thinking, like, you know. But it, to be fair, I would really like to see Doctor Mangala's notes, and we've I'm never just, found. I'm them. just. I mean, you got to think of like how much. Like I was thinking. I don't know why I was thinking it. I, my, oh my! I don't know. My elbow was hurting when I was uh, taking a shower today, and I was like thinking like. For some odd reason, I was thinking, I was like, I wonder, has anybody rated, like, how much pressure it takes to pull an arm out of a socket? Or how to pull pull an, a ligament out of a socket? Like, if well, I yeah, was to dislocate They used horses, elbow, which tells me they probably tried something else first. Well, it's like, you know, I mean, like, I mean, do we know specifically the poundage? You know, like, how much pounds of pressure it would take if somebody was to, like... Because, you know, people can supposedly, you know, I mean, not supposedly, they can pop your shoulder back in, you know, and, you know, playing football or playing another sport or some kind of other thing, you can pop it out and you can dislocate things. And I'm just curious, like, if we've actually studied, like, has somebody hooked their arm up to a machine that pulls on it? And then when it finally pops, they register that, you know, like, has anybody done that? Just, I'm just curious, like all these different things that from a, uh, if we were inhumane things that you would test and figure out. Uh, and I wonder if there's, I want, you got to wonder if like, why isn't, is, is stuff like that going on in third world countries? Like, well, one day we find out like, well, you know, some scientists will die or something. They'll find his notes and he's like been in like some, you know, third world country just experimenting on people. Sure. I mean, the Japanese would like get downed pilots and put them in ice water to see how long they would live in the ice. 
They would just do like weird tests. Like, uh, yeah, what would just... happen if we did this? It would, uh, yeah, I don't know. Also, I'm curious how, how accurate uh, scientists are with their um, simulations, you know? Like how they'll show like a, a storm is going to go or predictions on certain things. They'll be like, well, we ran it through our model. And it's like, I'm, I'm curious, like how long, like, I want to know, like, like the kind of like the calculator thing. I wonder how long it took them to make the model, you know, have they been, are they going to, uh, is this model ever changing with, I guess it would be ever changing with new information and stuff. But anyways, hmm. all right. Thanks for episode 433 of outlandish podcasts. We'll catch you in 434. If you like to send us an email, you can do so at letter out at landishpodcast.com. Oh, I forgot. Uh, we did get a letter in. Oh. Came in from uh, Govier. I know that guy. Uh, says, get in trouble for random lunch food, uh, lunch room food. Says, I had a similar thing happen to me in high school as Jeremy's story about the condiments. Friend of mine wasn't going to eat their apple, so I asked if I could have it. Teacher saw the transfer, came up to me and asked, What are you going to do with that apple, <laughs> Mr. Gobeer? I don't know. I put that part in there. Uh, my response, um, eat it? They made me take a bite of it to prove it. Wow. I guess they thought I was going to chunk it at someone? As if taking a bite would have stopped me from doing that. <laughs> I was gonna say, can't you just throw it now? like oh yeah it's an apple maybe maybe they didn't want you to like take it home or something i don't know like people are weird like that they're like you gotta do that here you can't do that somewhere else you know you know people are weird like that when it comes to like free stuff elementary school we had those meatballs covered with gravy that i remember those and like i wasn't eating it because it was disgusting and the principal came over and she was like, aren't you going to eat that? And I'm like, no, it's gross. She's like, have you tried it? And I'm like, not lately. It's disgusting. And she's like, just try it. So I took a bite. I didn't take a bite. I pretended I took a bite. And I was like, mm-hmm, not bad. And then she left and like, I didn't even try it. But it was, it was just a ball of hamburger meat in like this really greasy gray stuff. Sounds delicious. They were not delicious. Sounds like they got their I recipe don't care what from Ms. Welch IKEA. Said. Um, that makes that reminds me though of a scenario where I want to I want to get a listener's response on this. You can tweet at me. You can send an email. Whatever. If I give somebody something, how or I guess if you gave somebody something, and that person turned around and gave that to somebody else. How would you feel about giving that to somebody? Like this, this was a scenario that used to play out with me and John at work. And I, I give something to John and John would turn around and give it to somebody else saying, I got this for you. <laughs> and I was like, bro, if you don't want it, just give it back to me. And he's like, well, it's mine. You gave it to me so I can do whatever I want. To. And I was like, I don't know, man, this seems, uh, we, I don't know, man. We do re-gift things that Mandy's grandmother gives to us. Yeah. 
But I mean, it's stuff that just, I mean, like, I don't know. I like that mats for the table that are orange. It's like, there's nothing in our house that's orange we, and they're knitted and made out of yarn. What are oh. we going to do with this here? Somebody, I think those Handmade gave stuff. the goodwill like a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. I, man, what do you think the percentage is of goodwill getting ch- junk? They don't want or don't well, need. I, we got a typewriter desk last Friday, though, from 1920-something. Mandy's refinishing it. I bet it's a lot. I bet it's so much. All right. Uh, you can like us on Twitter, at Outlandish Cash. You're going to like me, Outlandish Matt. You can follow Justin Outlandish Beats. Follow Jeremy at Out Outlandish Jer. Uh, Facebook, com slash Outlandish Podcast. This is episode 433, and we'll catch you in 434. Bye. Bye. Uh, I think I forgot to play this last time. Say, right, there you go. Say, thank you for listening to Outlandish. Thank you, Outlandish. Good enough. <laughs>